Get ready. For your favorite misguided podcast, from your hosts, Z and Moose, bringing you completely unfiltered, unfettered, and unstable opinions. Welcome to Veteran. All right, what's going on? So uh, today on Veteran, we've got a good buddy of mine, uh, somebody I've known for a few years now, Scott, goes by Draven. <clears throat> so we've talked about it a couple times on the podcast, but I used to own an eSports org, and he was actually my CFO, um, did a lot of great work. This guy is a an audiophile, so he put me on this mic that I actually use, the best settings, like... But he actually convinced me to get these. These are the uh, the Sennheisers. I don't know if you remember our conversation oh, yeah. about the Sennheisers. So like, the Sens. To this day, I will not let anybody like be like, oh, I'm gonna get, you know, even John and and Mo or Cry and Moose have Astros. I'm like, dude, get get Sennheisers. Sennheisers all the way, man. But anyway, um Draven, Scott, Scott's a good buddy of mine. So first of all, thank you for coming on the podcast. Welcome. Um, Scott is uh, the lead paranormal investigator and owner of American Ghost Project. Uh, he is an Army veteran and uh, overall a solid dude. Um, of course, we're joined by Moose uh, and Cry. And uh, we'll start it off with, you know, our growing tradition of showing what we're drinking. So today I'm drinking Gentleman Jack and uh, Coke. Coke Zero specifically but coke right you, same thing or the gentleman jack in the coke yeah why okay. uh, why no. <laughs> why why do you why are you saying it like I that just, like it's, it's a pretty good whiskey and you're just ruining it with coke oh god dude i like no fucking alcohol i don't care what it is yeah. tastes good man <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. Do you agree with me, Scott, or are you uh, on, No, like, I'm drinking Crown Black, uh, Crown Royal Black straight, you know, on the rocks. I, oh, fuck, I don't put okay. fucking coke and shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, it's just me then. Yes, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not putting cranberry juice Okay, in but there. in whiskey, it's whiskey and coke, though, man. You like, you don't put cranberry juice in whiskey. Anyway, Moose, what do you got? I got Stone IPA. I chose it because there was a devil on it. And since that seems to be what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. You saw no, it. The camera may not show yeah, up. Yeah, like 10 seconds after you mentioned it, but. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to know. I'm going to I'm gonna fix the audio file. Yeah. Shut up, there, John. There what do you have, no, John? There is no delay. Uh, but I got uh, one of my favorite beers out there. Modelo time. Modelo. Uh, yeah. And then uh, some Casa Amigos. Casa Amigos. All right. Yeah. The same thing you did, I think, episode two when everyone met you. Yeah, yeah. Circ it's like the circle of... Never yeah. mind. I did score some Class A Azul today. Um, oh, I'm you did? Sure. Yeah, I got three bottles of Class A Azul now. How much did you spend on that fucking $400, $500, bro? Uh, for the two bottles I got today, it was like $415. Um, and it's the nice one, you know, with the, the colored vase and... That's why I bought them. They've been out of stock for like, yeah, ever. So keep I saw them. them. Yeah, yeah, they're in they make them into lamps and shit. Dude, yeah. are you in a hotel room? What? Where, where are you at right now? Me? Yes. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm in my apartment. Why? <laughs> it looks like a hotel. Because yeah, it looks nice. And... Yeah. That's... 
Hotels have yeah, hotels so... have maps in the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that is? <laughs> yeah, not yeah. Can I. Is that the Middle East? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I can yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. 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 let's see okay. it now. Yeah, I got it at Goodwill for seven bucks. Oh, he framed it and everything, dude. dude. Nah, he framed it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. He framed yeah. it and everything. Oh well, yeah. No, that's not what I meant. Okay. No, dude. So, <clears throat> Scott, uh, tell us a little bit about American Ghost Project, your vision, kind of how it started, and uh, and yeah, what what kind of drove you to do what you're doing. So I don't. I I, th- I we met after my father had passed. Christmas morning of 2014, you already knew that he had, he was also a veteran uh, and lieutenant colonel in a National Guard unit. Uh, but uh, when he passed, the night that he passed, it took us about 30 to 45 minutes before we realized that paranormal events in and around the home were happening. And he flung a door open into the study it just flew open and dug itself into the drywall so hard that the handle dug into the drywall. And then I walked in and said, here, let me back up. So, you know, he, he died of cancer. He died of, uh, of, uh, of uh, leukemia and knew that he was going and had two strokes and a, and a brain bleed and knew that he was on the, the, the downward spiral, so to speak, and had gotten all the paperwork ready for the insurance. They couldn't find his 401k. He was a doctor. Oh, so wow. we're, talking, we're talking about a half a million dollars worth of 401k that could not, could not be found to be turned in. So <clears throat> uh, mom was like, okay, be set on the, the fact that she was going to go into that study with all his deer heads and mounts and stuff. He was an avid outdoorsman and go in there and just tear through paperwork. But we're talking mounds of paperwork that we had to go through it was, it was going to take us months but we were going to find it eventually so i walk in there the doors open the lights on the ceiling fan is going like blitz so fast and uh i shut the fan off because it wasn't on before like nothing none of this makes sense everything was shut off because we, we 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 exit rooms we shut lights and fans off and i go in there and there's papers everywhere and uh, you could feel like the energy in the room. You could you could feel it. It's palpable. And your, your, the hair on your arms are standing up. And I look on the ground, and the only piece of paper that's facing up, all the rest of them were facing down. The only piece of paperwork that was facing up was the four hundred one k paperwork. Oh. And it was like, like boom. Like how do oh. I how do we even put that into words? How do I quantify that? How do I replicate it? I can't. And I can't explain it. And ever since then. I, I'm talking about, hold on just a second. That's my wife. It's not important. Um, <laughs> it's not unimportant. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll have to eventually answer that. Uh, but ever since then, you know, that was 2014. So we're talking the end of 14, going into 15. So there's a lull oh. there of about four years before we actually get into it, four or five years. I got tired of watching Ghost Adventures and Ghost Hunters react to every little sound and none of those guys are veterans none of those guys are trained the way we are trained to go toward danger instead of away from it i got tired of watching guys and gals go into these dark places and go after these these spirits or these these spooky places and run the other way and i thought man if i can get a team together and i can train them and not like you know talk to them like a drill sergeant or something but actually train them to go at it 
maybe we can get actual footage. And that's where I took, my father's name was Anthony Gerald Poole. And, I, and the American Ghost Project is the same obvious initials. So I wanted to honor him in a way by naming it the American Ghost Project. And our whole mantra is, you know, we're a paranormal investigative team with a focus on historical preservation. So we go in with the story of the folks and we go in with respect and uh, we're not there to taunt. We don't conjure. We're not doing seances. We haven't even touched a Ouija board unless, I mean, that's not a bad thing. Ouija boards aren't bad. They're saying we, we stay away from all that. It's either there, the paranormal uh, is either there, or the spirits are either there or they're not. Damn. So with, yeah. with the Ouija board thing, why is then why is there such a negative connotation with Ouija well, boards? Ouija boards came out around the same time, the turn of the century or the last century during the spiritual uh, revolution. And a lot of spiritualism was happening. And there wasn't any other means of connecting with loved ones other than this planchard and, and a, a piece of cardboard and some lettering and numbers on it. Until electronics came around that was the only way to do it uh, either that or talk to a medium or a psychic but at the end of the day what makes the ouija board work what makes it makes work? the ouija belief. board work and uh uh there's power in that belief but we haven't ever used one so i can't i can't speak to what how how or why they work uh we use electronic uh means of detecting spiritual anomalies that way we can quantify the data electronically and catalog it and record it and then you know prove it's there or it's not so the ghosts are like putting out wi-fi that that's exactly how you can to. look at it so spirits uh, so to speak <laughs> and us we give off electromagnetic waves or frequency or we are electromagnetic energy that energy neither is created or, destro or destroyed. So whenever we pass, that energy goes somewhere and that energy can interact with other devices. They can actually interact with your phone. They've done it on, uh, believe it or not, they've done it on Ghost Adventures, which blew my mind, where um, they made one of their phones go off or made a phone go off and it was like calling them. Uh, but we have used, uh, to simplify things, we've used digital audio recorders, like he's someone's peeking in the door behind him. It's either that or a ghost. <laughs> it's, I think it's his mom. His mom's visiting him. Second, I will. So, first of all, I think that's for what you said is really cool to me because from what I last gather, and if I'm wrong, please correct me. But from what I remember, you're religious. I am Catholic, I, I, and I am not right. And but I believe. Not exactly what you believe as far as we're energy and that's a whole nother podcast we're going to have but i think i true i think we're energy and we Absolutely. died that energy can either be created or destroyed it came from it's, one singularity it has to go somewhere right it literally exactly. has to go somewhere there are here's the thing there's there's and that point right there is scientific you literally can't argue yep. that because exactly. we have electrical impulses that go across your heart to control the beating of your heart and that's been proven scientifically have you guys heard of, let me look this up really quick, and I hope it doesn't cover up my camera, the 27-gram theory? No. Uh, no, but isn't that a movie? No, uh, so that's it's, seven grams. 
is it seven? <clears throat> it's a 27 gram experiment that was done in 1907 by Duncan um, McDougall. And what it does, and I can hyperlink this to you later, Z, is that every single person, when you pass, loses 21 grams. It wasn't 27, it was 21 grams. It's not the air ex it, uh, escaping your lungs. At the time of, uh, I keep saying, I keep wanting to say deletion. It's not deletion. But when, when at the time of expiration, when you die, and they, 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 You'll, in this experiment, you'll see how he did this, how he came across, uh, you know, you have to have an experiment, you have to have a control, and then you have to have several mitigating factors. But he proved that there may be a way to quantifiably measure the weight of the soul. Is it always 21 grams? It's exactly 21 grams every Shoot. single time. Which blows my mind, like, I, and I don't know why more people don't Talk know more about this. About, yeah, yeah. Well, why aren't we talking about that? Why? Okay, well, that's just the weight of the, well, what if you die with all the weight? People of, will call it pseudoscience or whatever, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. That's just but I'm with you. Yeah. What is, what is the, tw the 21 your grams? Your soul quantifies your soul as the again? weight of what your soul would be when you pass on. So if... I don't know what if we have weighing? to look up the experiment. <clears throat> they're weighing the human body. Yeah. They're weighing the mass of the human body. Oh. And then as they die, they lose 21 grams. Every single person that was in this experiment lost exactly 21, 21.3 grams. It's an interesting read. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to do more research on that. So, no, that's, uh, like I said, that, that's really cool to hear. You know, you talk about electromagnetic, just electrical energy. I call it cosmic energy, right? So when you pass on, that energy goes back out in the universe. And again, that, that is a whole theory that I've strung together with a bunch of other theories that kind of built my belief system from what it is. Now, <clears throat> to kind of build off that, Cry it kind of is similar to me where he's not super religious either, but he has had paranormal experiences and we've talked about them on our podcast. I've talked about my personal experiences, even though again, not religious, but we, I totally believe in the paranormal as does cry. Moose does not. He is a skeptic. And that's um, okay. That's right. perfectly fine. What would you say to Moose given he's a skeptic? Well, oh, like, I, I, I respect it because just like Moose, uh, what's your first name? Matt? Matt. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So just like Matt, I would, you know, and we brought skeptics along with us, and I'm not here to prove or disprove or sway anybody's opinion. I'm not a used car salesman. I'm not here to sell anybody on an idea. That being said, we have had so many things happen to us in the hundreds of investigations that we've been on that we simply cannot explain. I cannot look at it scientifically and quantify data and be able to explain, okay, why was I here? Here's a good point. Why was, and I can't prove it. Here's the other thing is I can't prove this one I'm about to tell you. Why was I in a hospital in a near abandoned town of Cairo? It's not Cairo, it's pronounced Cairo. It's the southernmost, if you think about the state of Illinois, right? The, the very bottom of it, the, the southernmost tip of, of, of uh, Illinois is a town called Cairo, and it's in the 
It's in Alexandria County. It's the poorest state, poorest county, and the poorest city in the, in the United States. Wow. It's awful. It's unfortunately awful. The race riots destroyed the city. Mm. And we're, so we're talking about a, a, a very large addition to a hospital that is no longer there, and it's abandoned. So why at 2 o'clock in the morning did we hear sizzling on the first floor first? That's the first thing. So it made us go from the second floor down to the first floor, thinking, what in the world has somebody set off? I, we couldn't tell what it was. And we walked toward back toward the kitchen. Before we could even get down the hallway, we, we smelled fried chicken. Oh, wow. You, you said it's, tell, been, uh, it's been abandoned how long? Uh, since 86, 87. Yeah. Crazy. So, I mean, could there have been someone, now the, all the windows are boarded up, it's all boarded up. Could there have been somebody making fried chicken at two o'clock in the morning and it predominantly, and I'm not trying to be racist when I say this, I promise, a predominantly black town. Very possible, very possible. Was there a restaurant nearby? He asked. No, like there are no restaurants. There's no restaurant in the town. That's the other thing. Well, there's a few of them, but they close. They close at like seven or eight Easy. at night. They don't yeah. stay open very late. But I mean, it's, a, it's like it's it's those personal experiences for us. But if my neighbor's yeah. cooking fried chicken, I'm not going to smell it in my house. No, no, man, it's not like you fry it outside. I mean, like most people have fryers on the in the inside of their house, unless they're just batch cooking it on a on an angled grill out <laughs> you know what i mean like an angled skillet or something one of the yeah. industrial sized ones but they're not doing that they're it was, just, it was neat it was neat to smell that smell it was neat for my team to experience that it was neat for you know there's certain things and you we're going to go over some of the evidence uh tonight or uh, this evening and he just lost his camera damn it yeah your um, camera went down um which that's actually, that's actually a better looking picture of him. Um, <laughs> we're all veterans. We can give each other shit, right? I mean, that's yeah. kind of like what we do. Oh, yeah. Moose, Moose fucks with some of our guests. You're good. Oh, you, you know me. Z. Yeah, dude. Yeah. The whole, the whole premise behind our entire community is, you know, fuck your feelings is kind of the prevailing factor. Um, and <clears throat> what, I've, what I've kind of... What's up? What you guys know there? Zero fried chicken places in all of There's uh, zero fried Cairo. chicken places in all of Cairo. It's Cairo. And that's okay that you mispronounce it because it's, it's not. It's, it's okay. Um, I live in southeast Missouri where southern Illinois is really close and like a bunch of other states are right there in that little conglomerate of like five states and we mispronounce everything. I, I so it doesn't that, out. It's spelled like Cairo, right? I was gonna oh, say, it's uh, spelled exactly like Cairo. This look might be at, look same, it up, man. Yeah, this might be the same town that was mentioned in uh, the book American Gods. They Could talk be. about a Cairo, and they're out in the Midwest. Uh, but there's a whole other plot not really Guys, the subject of this. Go, Google Google Cairo, Illinois. Yeah. Sometime. It is. I'll look it up. It is. Yeah, Moose, you, you don't sad, have to man. search that. I can search it, man. It's um, sad. It really is. It is. Now, there's one restaurant there. Uh, I call it Shimwell's. I call it Shimwell's, but whatever, Shimwell's. But they don't stay open late enough for them to be frying chicken at 2 o'clock in the morning on Sunday morning. It's a a neat little little, uh, dive of a restaurant. All right, I've got it up on the screen if you guys want to check it out real quick. So Cairo, Missouri, it's classified as a village. Illinois. Illinois. Oh, well, that makes sense. 
So they've got, and not to get on a tangent about Cairo, but they've got the wide er uh, sidewalks. They've got trolley systems that were set up. This was set up to be another Chicago or St. Louis. And they, yeah. they concreted over where the trolley marks were. And the downtown has got the infrastructure built for these wider sidewalks. They were expecting a large city to be built there. And it just never happened. The race riots killed it. In oh, the yeah, 60s. There's, yeah. There's tons of stuff about that. Yeah. Economic decline. I mean, shoot, it, the economic decline started back in the 18, late 1800s, too. Mm-hmm. Racial tensions, further decline, current status. Um, and they, they lynched a man named Froggy. I think it was Froggy Johnson, maybe. And that was basically, it's, it was done after that all happened. It was bad. You can look up pictures of that, too. Jesus. It's, 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 it's awful. I mean, oh, yeah, so many look, awful things happened. Mostly in, abandoned historic downtown of Cairo. Gym Theater is still there. Dude, that looks terrible. It's 20 minutes from my house. I get really? to go, I get to go to the, one of the most prolifically haunted abandoned locations. And it's okay that Moose doesn't believe that it could be haunted. But, um, like, okay, for example, I went into, uh, we went into uh, uh, the Board of Trade building, for example, and I welcome you to watch that because we, we were parabexing, which is different than paranormal exploring. It's paranormal, it's paranormal investigating and urban exploring at the same time. So it was, I was with two urbexers, and we went and got evidence. We got voices that we can't explain. And we weren't even investigating, just walking around. It's wild. Yeah, that's uh, real interesting stuff. And I'll say, uh, I guess, kind of the common theme, which uh, I see with people who've had paranormal experiences and people who didn't is after a while, people who believe it and had those paranormal experiences like myself, like you're not, you're not trying to convince anyone anymore. Right. You're just it's like, it's got to happen like, for me. Everyone yeah. literally says like it either happens to you and you you yeah. conclude with you like I don't know what else it could have been. I will um, tell Matt this though, he's got to be open to it for it to happen to him. He's got to be, and I know it's kind of a weird thing to say to another guy, but just be open to the experience, be open to the world around you more than you normally are, and listen and and pay attention even more than what we normally do, and uh, it it'll happen for you. It really, it, I didn't think it would. Uh, Z, I didn't know I was an empath until I started doing this. And we, we uh, to, get, to jump right into part of what we do, we do an Estes method, which is a sensory deprivation where we have a blindfold and we have noise canceling headphones. These are the Sony WX4s. Uh, we have the fives to the new fives that just came out from Sony. Um, and we turn the noise canceling on so we can't hear the questions that are being asked. And we use an AM, FM spirit sweep device that does not have an antenna. So these little sweep devices, they're about the size of a cell phone. Mm -hmm. It's an SB7. And what it's designed to do is sweep through FM, forward, backwards, or AM, or AM. You can switch it back and forth. But it'll only stay in a station for about 300 milliseconds, 250, somewhere around there. You can adjust that too. So there's no way that interference can come through, or it should. And we have got, I've got, we've got an inventor that's on the team too that allowed us to get in and break these little 
uh, sweep devices apart and take off the antenna so it doesn't break the device, so it still sweeps. Mm -hmm. So with the thought and the theory that these are electromagnetic beings that we're speaking to or, or entities, so to speak, we ask questions and they communicate through the device. Mm-hmm. And the person sitting there doing the Estes method will say whatever they're hearing. And sometimes it coincides with what's being asked and sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But I started having visions about a year ago, which is wild. It's wild for me to admit that out loud, especially when there's a skeptic in the room, but I can't explain it. Uh, it's like whenever you look at a light and you close your eyes and you see the afterglow, the, the dark started to take shape and I can start seeing what they're trying to show me. So I read, um, I think I visited your website a few months back. And it, 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 it had said that you had uh, just opened your third eye. Explain yeah. that to everyone. So and how did a, that happen? There's a, there's a physical gland this is also scientific, which the is a pineal huge. gland, right? Yeah, it's a pineal gland, right? Right on your forehead. That has been proven to not do a damn thing. Scientists can't still, they still can't prove what it does or doesn't do. It's, you can remove it, it won't kill you. You can keep it. it it's never been cancerous. It's never killed anybody. But that third eye right there. You can remove it and yeah, it won't I, mean, I, I wouldn't. It's right in your... <laughs> just wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't do it, but uh, uh, it, they say that that gland allows you to see and have that sixth sense if you work on it and you have the right um, methodologies to, to, to uh, crack the code, so to speak, and uh, see beyond the veil. I didn't know that I had this ability until we started doing this, and it mm-hmm. didn't happen for me until about a year after we started. And I'm like, I, I saw. What was the, what was the moment that happened I, for you? I saw, I'll tell you, mm-hmm. I saw a man and a woman walking diagonally across from me, mm-hmm. so to speak, like this, mm-hmm. uh, in the quintessential perfect 50s attire. He had the, the blue hat on, and, and, and I could see that one in color. He had a full suit on. She had the perfect hair and the red lipstick. And then I talked to the owner of, we were at a funeral home. There used to be a hotel. Um, and he was like, oh, that was on one of the brochures. I'm almost positive that's on one of the brochures for the hotel or for the uh, funeral home that, that backed out of here back in the 80s. Because I, I went through a bunch of stuff and I've got a bunch of stuff in storage. And he showed me the brochure and I'm like, that's what I saw. I mean, why, why are they trying to communicate with me a brochure? I don't know. That's no idea. But um, that was the first time I ever got a vision. And now I get them all the time. That's interesting. So I don't, now I can't, I can't turn it off, by the way. Now, whatever I've got activated, I got stuff happening to me in grocery stores and Target. I just, I can't turn it off now. So then the, answer this question for me. I've always wondered, right? And again, I'm a believer. I believe in the paranormal. I've had experiences. Why is it? All of the paranormal or the ghosts and whatever, they're all from like the 40s, the 50s, and earlier. Why is there nobody from like 2020, 2021 that died from oh, COVID or something like that? No, we, we have interacted with someone that died from COVID in 2020. Really? A, a doctor that died. His, his last name was, uh, everybody called him Gmo, but his last name was Wong. He was a 
Filipino doctor that uh, mm. was at the hospital that we were at and a very common greeting in the Philippines. And you probably know this is Oi. Mm-hmm. And you already know that I, I married a Filipino and I, my nephew goes with us, who is also Filipino. And as soon as he walked in the room through the spirit box, we heard, Oi. And he just naturally went, Oi. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? So that, that's something you never see, though. You never see people talk about like more current or modern. So like, why is that? Why don't they do that? I don't know. I was going to say, for my experience, the person uh, that I experienced was dead for a few years. Uh, my dad moved into the house immediately after she died and went up for sale. He took it like they died, and that's why the house, they died in that house, and that's why it went up for sale. He bought it. We moved in probably four years after is when I had that experience. So that's, you know, you're talking about 2000, uh, probably. No, probably six. So mm. he bought it in the year 2001. So you're looking at probably, they probably died in the year 2000. 98 or 97 or something. Yeah, something like that. But... Scott, let me ask you something, man. Uh-huh. Does burning sage do anything? Absolutely. Oh, really? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, we proved that. Uh, we burned sage to get rid of an elephant spirit out of a house. Out of out of you have to do it right. Mm-hmm. out of a trailer now i'm being trained my mentor is brian kano brian kano used to be on uh haunted collector on a show he's on paranormal caught on camera now as one of the you know he's a paranormal investigator on that show right now uh brian kano was trained and uh mentored underneath uh, john zaffis john zaffis is the nephew of Ed Warren, of Ed and Lorraine Warren. No Conjuring, way. That's crazy. Yeah, so wow. we've, got, we've got Conjuring fame going on. Yeah. Yeah. I so I've, I am learning. So if you think about it like a hotel, like you get the hotel in your mind, 100 floors up, Ed and Lorraine Warren are at the top, right? Brian Kano is probably somewhere in the middle or maybe halfway, maybe three quarters of the way up. And we're, he claims that we're like on the 20th or 30th floor. Uh, mm-hmm. As we as we progress in our knowledge of of the veil and learning from him, so you have to. Whenever you do the sage technique, what I do is I always do the sign of the cross, and we seal each door with holy oil above the door or holy water, either or. But we start from the the furthest point away from the smallest window. Shut all the doors, because spirits. Most spirits were human. They're going to use doors and pathways mm. just like us. You have to cover all the mirrors so they can't go through a mirror because a mirror is a pathway as well. So we go through the, 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 the trailer. Trailers are easy because they're, they're vertical. Buildings are not vertical. They're horizontal buildings. So you start at the, the back where the master bedroom bathroom is. And we, this was last winter. And uh, we, had the, we have an ambulance, by the way, guys. Mm-hmm. In our mobile production truck, our ambulance was parked out front. We had a cop. We have a cop on our team, and he was in the ambulance, uh, both pulling security for us because we were in a, a, a in a relatively bad neighborhood, and uh, watching uh, the the static cameras. And uh, we had the the smallest window in the in the kitchen open, and it was so smoky. So when you burn sage it'll naturally attract to negative energy. So if you're pissed right. off 
and you burn sage, it'll linger in the room because of that negative energy that you had pushed out and or your girlfriend or, or partner or, who, or whomever. So we burned that sage and it went all the way out and air, uh, shut the window and Avery came. I opened the door and Avery, when I opened the door, Graham came out, Graham Crackers, what we call him because he was a Marine and he eats crayons. Um, <laughs> and, he, and I love him uh, like a brother, but he came out with his gun drawn. I mean, he was like, dude, what were you all doing? I said, we were staging the house and cleansing it, or staging the trailer and cleansing it. He goes, there, was, there were people running around. There was something running around and shaking and banging on the ambulance. And I was mm. like, are you serious? I mean, that, I mean, you can't prove it because there was no camera. I didn't, I didn't expect that to happen. I didn't know that we were literally going to force something out. And what's nutty is that, yeah, it worked for a little while. It worked for about a year, and we had to go back and resage. That's interesting. They, uh, yeah. It's well, they not a, foolproof. Yeah. Yeah, they brought a priest in um, to my father's house, and uh, they said it was fine for a while, and then it, yep. it came back. And I was like, and he was just complaining, you know, a priest was bullshitting, didn't do his job. Uh, but hey, man, all, They're I only mean, human, man. They're only human, just like, just like the rest of us. Yeah, I mean, but it, it did stop for a while, uh, apparently, and then came back. So I don't know what the priest did. I have no details on that. It's just last time I spoke to my father. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think saging is a permanent solution anyway. No, so. and it's not going to get rid of – here's the thing. Sage isn't going to get rid of a peaceful spirit. Here's like – you're not going to get rid of all spirit, spiritual energy, unless, of course, you're burning Palo Santo or whatever. Uh, and Palo, then, Palo Santo, you said? Palo Alto, whatever, like, whatever that other uh, – there's like another – the Palo Santo, I think, is the other oh, herb that you can burn that hmm. should get rid of. Uh, man, you wouldn't even believe. Yeah, Palo Santo. Oh, Pop Palo Santo. See, I see him. Oh, yeah, it's that. Him. Okay, those. Yeah. yeah, see, I I get Palo Alto and Palo Santo confused because that works stand, too, right? That works as well. <laughs> it does. And what Palo uh, Santo would do is not get not only get rid of negative, but also get rid of positive. And in my mm. opinion. Let's just, I just, I just push this, push this out to cry, man. I wouldn't necessarily want to get rid of a spiritual entity that's not being, un, ne- it's, un, it's not, it's negative, if it's, malevolent. If it's, yeah. If it's, if it's benevolent, just leave alone, man. Just coexist. I mean, maybe it's protecting you from uh, other negative entities as I've got a fly flying around. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I mean, we have a peaceful, benevolent spirit in our mm-hmm. home right now. It's our house is over a hundred years old. And I wouldn't dare try to force her out. Is that Palo Santo right there, Moose? That's awesome. Burn it. I'm about to cover up my part. Um, I don't believe in any spiritual sense of it, other than that it smells <laughs> fucking amazing. It may just be the peace that derives from it like like i really am open like i understand like truly maybe this wood does bring on a piece of energy because i do enjoy it so much hey, and, and if that relaxing. and if it relaxes you then it's doing what its intended purpose is for you if you burning if your intention it's all about intention yeah, so if your intention is to relax then that it's doing its purpose so, so Scott, it's, it's it's funny. So you mentioned you don't want to push out a benevolent spirit if it's not, you know, malevolent or trying to hurt you or bother. So listen, here here's this, right? So the I'm house used I used to, to it live though, in, man. <laughs> right? The house I used to live in, 
I was hearing noises and this, that, whatever, but I wouldn't feel like it was an ominous presence, but I'd feel like it was something unearthly and it right. made me uneasy. I contacted my, my property manager and she told me, you know, that it was civil war burial ground that the whole neighborhood was built on top of. And she's like, listen, just acknowledge it. I shit you not, Scott. I acknowledge it. I was like, hey, listen, I know you're there. I, I apologize, whatever you're suffering through, I feel for you. But listen, this is my house too. We can share existence together. I just want to live my life. Let me sleep. And from that point forward, no issues, right? Yeah. The house I'm living in now, and I didn't find this out until after I moved in. Mm -hmm. The real estate agent doesn't have to legally disclose it in the state that I live in. That's but such a bullshit. 13, a 13 year old girl committed suicide in just the other room. Like she hung herself. And it was, first of all, the article is in the Daily Mail. Okay. Like she was bullied to a point. Right. And mom knew about it. It's bullshit. It happened right. bullshit. Oh, she did know about it. Your mom knows about it. So Moose is from the area that I live in right now. And I guess his mom knew about this whole story, but this girl was bullied to the point where she committed suicide. Now I found this out. Not a day, not a day Scott went by that. I ever felt like there was an eerie feeling. I never felt in danger or whatever. And Moose and I, Moose cry and I, we talked about it a couple, a few weeks back. And I told him, listen, you know, they were asking, where was it? This, that, whatever. So listen, I don't care. I don't care where it was. I don't care where it happened. I've fully, re and you said this like early on, as long as we respect them, we don't antagonize them. That's exactly what I told them. I was like, I don't want to instigate. I don't want to antagonize. I want to know that I'm sorry. I am so deeply sorry for you and that I empathize and, and I'm not here to like push you out of here. This is your home mm -hmm. and we can live here together. No issues. I've felt more of an eerie feeling since we've talked about it more. We've talked about it more, and I felt like a presence more, but none on him, ominous. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, because I she's not. She's not. A, she's not a malevolent spirit. It's, I can it's, tell. It's it's thir She's thirteen. Right. Right. How I mean, evil can she be? Right. Right. I mean, like, like, dude, like, there was a there's a seven or eight year old. She was hung, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's like a seven year old little boy, maybe maybe five or six. Don't really know his age. Probably around there. Uh, a child in the Forest Hotel. Uh, it was called the Forest Hotel that used it was turned into uh, Watkins and Son Funeral Home and a small town called Morehouse that we investigated several times. He used to giggle at me and he would run around upstairs. You can hear him playing. Why would I be afraid, naturally, of a child? Mm. I, I'm not going to be like some people are like, oh, man, it's freaky. No, it's not. Just Hollywood. Hollywood no, makes yeah. it freaky. No, Gage off of freaking Pet Cemetery is freaky, but that's Hollywood <laughs> screwing with you going, come play daddy, he's got this damn scalpel. And no, I'm not talking about the, the kid off Pet Cemetery. I'm talking about a child who may or may not know that he or, he or she is dead. Oh, that that's was playing, so sad. That's playing in the transom windows. We have a structured light sensor camera that is a motion activated camera that uh, uses Microsoft Xbox One uh, I was going to ask if you camera. had that. I was going to yeah, ask if you had that. It's one of the first, one of the first things that we built, of course. It's it plugged in. It's plugged into a Surface Pro uh, tablet, and they, and they keep updating the software, so there's always new features. It's really cool. Sweet. And I can literally point, and we have done this. I pointed it at life-size mannequins, and it will not go off unless there is motion. Hmm. And we have mapped that little boy's stick figure 
and transom windows and watch him climb around, climb on the ceiling. And I'm like, you're doing, you are literally doing what I would do if I were dead and I was weightless. I would just be everywhere. And you I'd said be on the ceiling. <laughs> you said that little you know, boy was that little boy is hung. No, no, I thought you said that the little oh, girl. She was the the girl in my business. She hung herself. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happened. Was yeah. she was 13. 13. thirteen. See what happened. Thirteen. Did you see what she? Did she? Like? Did, do you know what she looks like? Looked like? Yeah, she was blonde. Yeah. Uh, blonde, very pretty girl. Um, there's pictures in that article. Sorry to hear that. You're a piece of shit. It's it's too soon, man. It's too soon. Yeah, it it oh, actually man. it happened in in uh, well, I'm not going to say specifics, but it happened within the past decade. We'll say that. Gotcha. So um, what, what happened? Tell, tell me more about this boy. Yeah, please. So so there was a mercantile right next door. There's a building right next door to the to the forest. It caught fire and oh oh damn damn I need to show you this picture. Forest Hotel. You guys need a fire. So there is a um, Forest Hotel fire. This is a really neat photo. It's actually. So I'm, I'm going to show that before we show that. One thing I do want everyone to see, and I know Scott was talking about his ambulance photo. Here's his ambulance. Which one? So he literally convert. You have more than one ambulance? Yeah, we have two. Oh, well, this is one of his ambulances. So the back is like where he conducts his paranormal investigation operations he has the like the what do you call it in the back like the um the the the, the what it's fucking, it's fucking love shack man the love shack ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the term for it it's our mobile production studio back there sure yeah yeah so all these cameras perfect. and stuff ambulances are perfect for that man. i did seriously when i saw you first uh, oh got gosh. an ambulance Oh, yeah, dude. I I no, no, he literally has an ambulance. Like he bought, dude. Scott, injured. when I first saw you bought an ambulance, I was like, the fact that nobody else has that's thought of doing that—that's our, oh. dude. That's the yeah. eco. That's the eco. Uh, we have a dude. We have a. We have a I've seen. Now. I've seen your newer one, and uh, <laughs> we have a '96 Freightliner. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's it's so cool that you did that, man. When I saw you bought that thing, I was like, dude. That the fact that nobody else thought of that. It's just genius because you got to think there's electrical wiring in the back and everything to have EKGs and stuff for paramedics. It's perfect. Like, yeah, it's it, perfect. it really is. It really is. I can't find the photo of the Morehouse fire, but SEMO uh, has got it. Southeast Missouri has got it in their mm. archives. And okay. there is a there's a picture of a of a of a guy uh, with his arms crossed like this leaning up against one of the posts and he's in all black and you can see his cowboy hat and he's see-through oh whoa yeah it's like are you are you serious uh and i don't know where the photo is right now it should be on google somewhere so okay but what yeah. happened let me explain what happened yeah yeah please so the mercantile caught fire uh they were taking bodies over to across the street to the forest hotel the Forest Hotel, they were taking bodies up to get identified. Y'all know what happens, or you should know what happens to bodies when they catch on fire. They turn they, to ash. They turn, well, they turn into coal embers, and they're mm, not out yeah. yet. And unfortunately, they took them up to the third floor. It used to be a third floor, and it oh. reignited the building and killed 60 more people. That's crazy. Oh, my Jesus. gosh. It's awful. 
Morehouse, yeah, Morehouse, it's Missouri. In that town you're talking about. And what's great is if you if you Google Morehouse, Missouri, I love this. Uh, I'll Google lot, it right now. A lot of our stuff pops up. How do I? Why would you want? First of all, my apartment. <laughs> why? why? I want to you it. talk shit, Moose, but the last podcast we had yeah, you on, bro, there there was a noise behind you. I want this. There was a noise behind you. Yeah, well, there's. I think it was me leaning. No, it sounded like something dragging across the floor, Moose. I'm I'm trying to find this photo, and yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find that photo for you. But Southeast Missouri has got it in their archives. I'm seeing some stuff about the flood and. It's a picture of the hotel actually on fire. The Missouri My Motel fire? Or... No. Forest okay. Hotel. The Forest there. Hotel? Yeah. I'm looking. I'm not. Tell me what the ghost box is. Oh, that's a. Spirit box, ghost box, ghost portal. So what we have is the AMFM sweep device attached to that. A lot of people get the two confused. A ghost box is, for us, is um, it's a guitar, or it's like a an amplifier. Battery, yeah, battery powered amplifier to amplify the speaker from the SB7 spirit box, and um, the uh, we use a noise suppression single knob. Uh, guitar pedal uh, to s suppress some of that electronic -y noise that's coming through, the static noise that's coming mm -hmm. through. And then those spirits, man, they talk so fast. So I use a reverb and I've got, I've got a, um, I can't remember the name of it right now, but we, we call her Black Betty because it's so, it's such a large box. Mm -hmm. And I put a couple of mirrors on it and we painted the speakers and we did some crazy stuff with it. Um, and, uh, it, we're able to we're able to configure that. I, I started making my own equipment, Z, for crying out loud, because some of this equipment is so expensive. It's ridiculous. So listening here. Oh, you started making your own on. equipment because it's expensive. By the way, I found a picture of the Morehouse Hotel, but it's of the ruins. That, is that what you were looking for? No, no. Okay. There's people standing outside of it, and it looks kind of like not to play down 9/11, but it kind of looks like 9/11-esque behind it, with like structures all burnt out and mm. yeah. That's that that's not the photo. It's the photo of the hotel actually on fire, and there's a guy like mm -hmm. the windows behind it are on obviously on fire. You could not stand on the porch casually leaning up against the post like this guy is i'll find right. it and send it to you so you can have it i will say just talking shit about ghosts and i just tried reigniting the palo santo and it started uh hey, you're, gonna you're gonna piss him off man. never had that happen we're here such thing as ghosts if there's any ghosts here crazy. Or you're crazy <sighs> Well, you've got two different types of haunts. You've got the residual haunt, which is, have you guys ever heard of the um, stone tape theory? No. Okay. Stone tape theory is that certain surfaces will store energy 
So let's say there was a brutal axe murder in a home, and that act, that exertion of energy will get stored in fibers of the wood, uh, stones like granite, um, limestone, uh, porous stones. And um, like an old cassette player, it'll, it'll repeat or it'll play again as if it's on a loop. Like if you're in a house and you hear someone walking around above you and you know there's no one up there, it may or may not be a spirit. It could be just the residual energy of someone that used to live there walking around. Or maybe you get those phantom smells in your house and you're like, why does it smell like floral perfume or flowery perfume? That may or may not be a ghost or a haunted, like a haunted location. It's just, it just happened to exert that energy at that specific time and you, you experienced it. Mm. And it, an intelligent haunt. All right. And then what's that? So, so, how would that residual energy produce sense? Because the scent is a physical thing. I mean, you can capture. That's something that's produced by yeah, well, physical elements. So, so are the stats, too. Those are, that's acoustic energy that can be measured, quantified, and recorded. Um, it's, these, are, uh, those, these are all just theories. There's no scientific data to back up hell, anything that I'm saying. This is just off base, based off of experience alone. Um, And you've got sure, like sure, intelligent sure. haunts too, where we have had full blown conversations through the spirit box, or we have gotten electronic voice phenomena that will blow your mind or EVPs recorded with digital audio recorders. You all have all heard of EVPs, correct? Mm -hmm. Do no, you all, okay, so do you, Z, do you know why they are happening is the other question. No. Okay. Let me click out of that. Now I can see you guys. Uh, I had your, your stream pulled up. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> the digital audio recorders record above and below the threshold of the human ear. The human ear can hear. And you all know that I'm, Z knows that I'm an audiophile and I love this stuff. So the human ear can hear, human ear can hear, I can't remember the point. And what? It's as low as like eight decibels. Yeah, it's 20 to 20,000 cycles per second or like the megahertz itself is uh, right. hertz. Yeah, so in around that 20,000 hertz range. So that's the average human ear. So we are talking about digital audio recorders that are recording at 10 hertz all the way to 192,000. So the science is literally recording above and below what we can we hear. So these recorders are then doing a DAC process, which is that digital to analog compression or conversion rather, to where it converts it down to all those ones and zeros down to an audio wave file that we can understand and hear. Mm -hmm. So when I play that audio back, now I hear a man speaking that I know wasn't speaking before. And, you know, it's in a lull of the conversation. It's obviously not one of my investigators. And there's classes for those EVPs. They're so common. There are classes for them. Like ones that you can hear, discern, and you've got tone, inflection, that's class A. Class B would be, you can hear it, but I hear something and you hear something completely different. And then class C is just kind of, you know, it's a voice, but it's too, either they're faint. too far away or it's yeah. too faint or it's just, it's not enough data. And then here's what's going to blow your mind, Z. 
is that we caught live on Facebook, and I was doing a, and I can show you that footage. I just didn't. Um, to back up a little bit, Chicago Fine Arts, the School of Fine Arts in Chicago, blew my mind uh, two summers ago, not this summer, last summer, and called me and said, hey, we got a kid up here in Chicago that's heard of you, and he wants to do an internship. Can we send him to you, and can you house him? And I was like, what? What? <laughs> Like, are you serious? That's awesome. And, and I just, I like, I like somebody pinch me. I get a slave for, I mean, an intern for a summer. Yes. <laughs> just put them up in your house and you're, you're good. Yeah. I did, you man, yeah. yeah. It was awesome. It was, and he's such a cool. I'll talk to, yeah, talk he, to was such a, he was it. such a cool kid. Columbia like, I didn't expect uh, what we got, but our banter back and forth, Z, it worked. Like, he's a millennial. And I mm. kind of expected, oh, okay. Oh, those shitty fuck. millennials. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, man, man, he was, he was, he oh, was, are you? you're not talking to me, right? Because you know I'm Gen X. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> nothing against millennial shit. It's all about the people, right? But it's um, a banter back and forth. We hear this voice come through the spirit box. And it was like, and I'm going to kind of, Summarize it. It was like, ah. and I'm like, what in the hell was that? There's so many weird noises coming through that spirit box. And I was like, dude, it almost sounds like it's in reverse. And he goes, hey, why don't you take that clip? Because you know how to edit Z. Take that clip and flip it. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, it's worth a shot. Shit. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know what else to do. So I flipped it, and then you know, flipped it up into into audition because I use Premiere, and I flipped it up into audition, cleaned it up. Put on the denoise. I only do denoise twenty, mm-hmm. um, but because uh, the denoise is set at forty, and I think forty and is too much. And it will really though. distort the audio file if you yeah, do too much. Yeah, right. If you do do too much, and I, I love I love to grab that noise uh, floor. Uh, also, good things. I could we could talk for hours about audio. Oh, we dude, could. Yeah. I, <laughs> we could. <laughs> it's just it's like it's like a lost art. Yeah, it just it just kind of grabs the the background uh-huh. static because a lot of the there's like sixty hertz home and all kinds of stuff that. That because these are magnetic devices, they're going to pick up other sounds in the mm-hmm. room quite easily. But anyway, then we heard a, we played it backwards, and then I heard a word, and my my mind was blown, dude. I was like, oh my gosh, no, like, no, dude. That, but I I asked Brian Kano about it, and he got, and I was like, man, I was like, oh, I was so excited. I was like, we found a we called a reverse EVP, and you know what he did? So. Oh, <laughs> like, like, he was like, so what, dude? And I'm like, well, isn't that a big deal? And he goes, no, man, they're they're in reverse a lot. It's a really? mirror. It's really? a mirror. It's a it's a mirror of us. And I was like, well, wait a oh. second. You're blowing my mind. He goes, they talk in reverse all the time. That's why we can't understand what they're saying. Like, are you serious? Does he it goes, take yeah. them more power to talk? In, oh, I've been angry at him. I don't like, know. Tell me this. All I know is that all that I know is that I'm a Christian. I got the cross mm. on my shirt, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That not everybody here is, and that's I perfectly I respect that. But all I believe is that I'm a speck on the earth, and that if this is God's, if this is truly God's design, I'm not here to question it. Whatever's happening, God is allowing the communication to happen, whether it's in reverse or not. Mm. But now I got to go back and look through terabytes of footage that we have. Of voices that I couldn't right. I don't I don't know what they yeah. said. And now I gotta go back and go. I, 
Dude, we've gotten this will this will blow this will bake your noodle. We've gotten German, Japanese, Whoa. Native American voices. Yeah. We've got listen, we've gotten Slavic. Why? Why am I getting Slavic in Missouri? This doesn't how did make you any find, sense. How did you find out? It was so you were it was clear it was enough for you so to so clear. Yes, uh. it was so clear. And it was blood um blood debt the word that we got in english translation blood was blo- blood debt that's a thing Bl- that's having a, thing. a blood that's a debt thing. like your that's family your family's yes. indebted to yeah i've heard of blood debt yeah that's crazy <laughs> yeah i mean uh, out in missouri depending on what time those you know what what era that was but a lot of right. immigrants moving out there west. were you're right there were immigrants that obviously came through here and we're we're not only getting that, but we're getting British with British uh, accent. Yeah, you you can hear accents, which is nuts. And that's through the EDPs, though, right? Because no, like well, the Spirit geez. Box does the radios. Yes. No, no, no. And, okay. They're talking through the Spirit Box. That's exactly what really? they're doing. Yes, we're getting that through the Spirit Box, not just EDPs. I'm sorry, I switched gears. But like we went to an, do you guys know what an antebellum is? Uh, <laughs> I've heard of Lady Antebellum from. Yeah. Okay, so, so you, you, you all you all understand that that you've heard the term. An antebellum is basically a a wooden structure or a residential structure. It was built before the Civil War. Since no. we are in the middle of the United States, we have antebellums. We have structures that were built in like 1745, old houses, mm-hmm. right? So we went to one of these antebellums and got British. Somebody talking in Brit- talking in well, it, it does make sense. Yeah. But you're like, why aren't we getting somebody in 2020? Just a few weeks ago, we had a lady call in distraught. Like we left immediately after she went she talked to us. Mm. Come here, I need answers. My son killed himself two months ago. Oh wow. I need I need to know he's here. He's moving stuff. We hear his voice. We've seen him. It doesn't make any sense. He's not moving on. We need to know if he did it on purpose or if it was an accident. Mm. And we were able to communicate. It didn't happen right away. As a matter of fact, he told me to get out of his room. We were using a uh, Ovilus. <clears throat> an Ovilus is a handheld device built by Bill Chappell, who's an inventor who's been on Ghost Adventures, uh, that uses a word database that spiritual liturgy can interact with and pick out words. And on that word database, I said, I asked, is it okay for me to be in your bedroom? And he, he, in, on the device, it said, move location now. Like normally it's just one word. I've seen those. It, it yeah. pulls words from the dictionary and it, oh, okay. I've seen those. So I That's bounced. crazy. I bounced. I was like, I'm, I'm cool. I'm going to, I'm going to 86 myself out of this room. <laughs> and then, he, and then I, I moved down the hallway and, and then, um, heard some, I heard like, Keys rattling, and then I go, what, why, why did I just hear keys rattling? And then his mother goes, oh, we had a bad habit of doing that. He's here. He's reaching out now. And then we asked him through the spirit box, did you do it on purpose? Your mom needs but, to know. And he, his mom and his sister was there and his brother. And then he finally came through and said, I'm sorry, it was an accident. So we, we were able to give them closure, and we don't charge for any of this. So it, it's, we were able to give them closure, and I don't know how many thank you texts I got from her later. Yeah. Really? Don't take, you, you really did that? Of course. Free for them? 
So like, did really nice did, did the paranormal activity quiet down after that? Was that his closure that he needed? Hopefully, perhaps. Mm, mm. Did he uh, did he know he was dead? Is that what something it, you can uh, assume, or is that he, that he did know he was dead? There was uh, okay. So you can use now. Here's the thing: if you if Z, if we had done this this podcast two months ago, I'd have been like, all the apps are junk. Mm. But man, but dude, if they can interact with the equipment that we have purchased, then they can interact with this just mm. as easy as any other electronic device. And we use an app called uh, Spirit Talker. I've used Spirit Talker. Yeah. So Twin Paranormal uses that. And they mm. get some really relevant stuff coming through. It's not just random. You think, oh, it's just random words. No, you see um river or one of the guys literally pull he has an iphone so it's really easy to see his screen and he just pulls it down and goes on airplane mode so you mm. know it's not pulling anything from the internet and that and i i will tell you this the database the word the, the app itself is very very small mm. like so it's not this giant vocabulary of words and uh yeah, then something right. else so, programmed. See, that's what it. I thought, man. I was Spit like, oh, this it. is bullshit, man. You can't, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. But then again, the more, here's the thing that I'll, I'll tell anybody that gets into this. I liken this to Alice in Wonderland. The further down the rabbit hole we go, the more questions I have than answers. Mm. So if you pulled me onto the podcast for a bunch of answers, <laughs> I can only give you my uh, experience, yeah. and that's it, man. I can't. I All I know is, yeah. yeah, go ahead. I'll ask you this personal question: Given your instance, how often do you uh, pull yourself back and tell yourself, like, okay, I got to start being more skeptical? Like, hey, like, because obviously you're so deep every into investigation, this. every investigation. Yeah, I'm a scientist. Yeah. Okay. So there is that moment where, like, yeah, I heard some noise, but you know this is an old house yeah, yeah like it's like so to put in perspective for you cry um scott actually goes through live uh with sometimes with somebody sometimes by himself and he goes through any phenomena that occurred during his investigation and he will debunk it or he will be like that is unexplained but he does it very impartially from what i've seen okay so Dude, we've got so much footage and I'm like going through it. I'm like uh, reviewing it. And I'm like, man, I'm finding so much evidence. Like, how do these other shows do it? How does Ghost Hunters go through their footage and go, that's what's getting on the show. That's yep. not. That's not. I don't feel like if a, I feel like, listen, if a spirit has enough energy, wants to interact with our team and says something, then that voice should be heard. And they should, I don't care if one other person heard it, at least maybe that level of affirmation and that spirit knows that they were heard and someone knows that they still exist. Maybe that helps them move on. And I've done God, my job. So is Zach Baggins, is Zach Baggins full yeah, of shit? No, he's not. He's, a, oh. he's definitely an empath and a sensitive. He overdoes it for the camera and I will never do that shit. Dude, I am not an actor. Uh, you know me well enough. Uh, it's not like we go back years or anything, but we've known each other for several years. I am who I am. You either like me or fuck off. I, yeah, right. Yeah, right, right. I, I'm not going to make any excuses for who I am. I am not doing this for follows. You're along this journey with us. 
This is my team. I have made that very clear to the people that are on this team. This is my team. And you're everybody has your own, you guys are on your own spiritual journey. I feel like Morpheus in the, in the old uh, Matrix, where he turns to Neo and says, and I know I'm dating myself, that was like a 97 or some shit. <laughs> but, he, you know, it's a, it's a really good like, analogy, but it's a good, good film because he, he walks up to Neo and he says, dude, I can't, I can't go on this journey with you. I can only show you the door. You're literally going to have to be the one that goes through it. I can't, I can't do this for you. You got to take that leap across busy intersection a uh, hundred stories up and leap to the other building. You have to do that. And what's really wild is seeing some of my investigators have those pivotal moments in their, their paranormal investigative life and see it blossom and start having visions and watching their chakras open and becoming more receptive and perceptive of everything that's going around them. Because Brian Kano told me the further, the more you do this, the further down, uh, every time you cross the, the veil, they are going to see you like beacons in the night, in the dark, and they're going to flock to you. And then sometimes there are so many voices. <laughs> the drill sergeant comes out in me, and I'm like, God damn it, line up. Line up right now. <laughs> Listen, one at a time. One at a time. It's too many. One at a time. Y'all know what a line is, right? Y'all remember lines and shit. Get, get behind the other one. Now you come up and you say with the shit that you need to say, and you, okay, now you're done. You're, whatever you got is, is over. And then the next one. <laughs> Do they fall in line? Uh, you'd be surprised. Really? Yeah. So do you think that man, they can see man, each other? Dude, you asked, you asked the best questions, by the way. Um, the, the, I don't know how they see us. Mm. Do they see us as energy? Do right. they see our auras? Right. Do they see our spectral energy? Do, I, do they see us? Does it matter what shirt I'm wearing? Does it really mm. matter that I'm wearing black? Uh, I Holy mean, shit. I never well, thought I mean, of it like that. I mean, like, do, I mean, because they don't have eyes anymore. Yeah. I mean, how are they actually seeing, quote unquote? And better yet, how the hell are they talking? You don't have the air in your lungs, <laughs> you don't have the throat. You don't have the, the epiglottis. You don't have any of that stuff, vocal cords. You don't have anything that can produce sound, your tongue, none of it. But yet you're able to produce energy into audio sonic waves that I can hear with my own ears sometimes. Like, hell, th this yeah. building that we're in is haunted. It's an, old, it's an old hotel. I heard a chair roll across the floor in the back earlier, and there was nobody here but me and Ash. And he's got his, uh, his headphones on, and I listen. Yeah. I've got Edifier, by the way, getting off on a tangent. If you need studio, studio speakers, Edifier, uh, I can give you the model number. They're only 100 bucks. They're amazing. Absolutely okay. will blow your mind by the quality. You said Edifier? Edifier. All right, I'm looking into that because I do need studio speakers. Oh, man. It's like, but then you'll look at them and go, well, I can, I can spend more. You don't need to. They power, they're powered, they're, um, what's the word? They're active speakers. You don't need mm. an amp. You just oh, plug really? it and go. Yeah, you just plug it and go, man. They're nice. They literally will blow, they blow me away. I got, anyway. uh, I got two questions for you whenever you're. Go ahead. Whenever uh, I'm not talking about acoustics. 
yeah no that's a good point (laughs) i uh eventually i'm looking i'm very interested in you know upgrading my setup and stuff and as i go like i said i was excited about these stupid lights i got because i always look like i was in the dark every podcast but um uh going back to your investigators um what what's your turnover rate for investigators that that come out with you these guys, their questions. Yeah, they're, they're doing great. <laughs> fucking amazing. Yeah. Okay, so we've had one guy, uh, Logan, who's been in and out, uh, but that's more like priorities and he can't balance life. That's more of a maturity thing. And I, I'm sorry that I'm throwing him under the bus. He'll probably watch this later and be like, you dick. Um, <laughs> we've kicked people off the team for being assholes. I mean, like, <laughs> if you're more of an asshole than me, then you're... <laughs> and Wait, so and you're out you're out dude. so they asked uh, the you know what guys or the guys? Uh, just not like the energy just didn't mesh well with the team mm. and like challenging the spiritual energy and or like like we don't go in and talk there's no reason dude you're dead you're a spiritual entity you're good do they really do you think they really are intimidated by you by you like Dude, that's it's, so it's funny. Not that's not gonna happen. This like, is so stupid. This is so stupid. And also, that's... think a lot of these ghosts have been ghosts the whole time. Uh, all these generations of think... moving in. Right. Like, it's not the right. first time, probably. It's not my first haunted. rodeo, dude. Do you <laughs> think the you? ghost cares whether or not you're intimidated? Obviously, malevolent spirits, spirits do, right? Let me let me answer Cry's first Ooh, yeah, uh, okay, question. Okay, his first okay. question, and we will get to the other one. Now we went to Brushy Mountain State Pen. Feel free to look that motherfucker up. Uh, well, what'd you say? Um, I'll look it brush, up while you're talking. Brush, Brushy Mountain State Pen in Petros, Tennessee. Okay, it's the end of the line. Yeah, what it was known uh, for. Uh, uh, I know the rates here. James James Earl Ray. I'm getting to that. James Earl Ray. That looks uh, terrifying, dude. What MLK, the fuck? I'm sorry. Yeah, MLK assassinator was there. Whoa. Now, now yeah. So, so okay. we went in there oh. with a gentleman that's Christian. And uh, who did we lose? What happened? Nobody. Uh, nobody. I did, hear, I did hear the going away. It must have been the spirits. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, Brushy Mountains Tennessee. So check this out. He I goes and interviews. He, he go, yeah, yeah. He goes and interviews. Uh, get the hell away, fly, shoe fly. Uh, he goes and interviews the owners of the of the of the prison. Uh, Are we then, on the Brushy Mountain stuff right now? Yes. Okay, so goes, I'll pull it up for you guys. Yeah, there you go. And then goes off on his own to shoot B roll. B roll is like establishing shots like that. That right there would be B roll. That's B roll. So he's off doing his own thing. He's got one of our cameras and shooting B roll like that. Only in pitch black. Oh. And and something overcomes him. He feels like he's not alone. He's one of our skeptics. He's he's like, oh, I can I can go anywhere. He's uh what I would refer to as a fake triad. Uh mm-hmm. y'all know what a fake triad is. He's not somebody mm-hmm. that served, but he's got all the gear and he's got the guns and stuff and he Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, it, it's just I, I hate to throw the guy out of the bus, but I'm like, come on, man. I mean, great. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> goes all hua hua and running off into a black, you know, hole and then comes out in the, in the yard and claims that he was, uh, coughing up black tarry substance. 
What? And uh, a couple of weeks later, we don't hear from him after after our investigation. We don't hear from him. Oh, it's a distillery. Yeah, now it is. Uh, it makes the shotgun shotgun uh, whiskey, and it <laughs> literally tastes like putting a double bar- double barrel in your effing mouth. Fucking <laughs> <Like an> awful. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I've actually got it over there. I can bring I'm it over and show you the bottle. <laughs> Uh, but it, it is, it is, it's rough. I'm sorry. Uh, with all due respect, it's rough. But he um, left the team because of his experience. Oh, okay. And 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 I'm like, dude, all you had to do is reach out to us, and we could have helped you. But he didn't. And we've we're on Slack, and y'all know what Slack is. And most people know what Slack yeah. is. Uh, we got multiple channels for different different uh, subjects and subject matters. It's a lot like Discord, but a little bit more organized for for us. Uh, Discord didn't really work. We tried Discord and it didn't really work for us. Uh, Slack was more organized for us, so to speak. And uh, it does not look like that during the day, by the way. It is foreboding. And there is a Supermax in the back. Yeah. Uh, and there, there are freaking side-by-sides everywhere. It's side-by-side country up there. It does look there. gorgeous, though. Lord have mercy. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's the most beautiful prison that I've ever seen that's falling apart. If yeah. that makes any yeah. sense, yeah, yeah, it's in a, sure. and it's in a picturesque environment. That's oh, for the sure. cliff sides and the woods. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. But well, Z, Tennessee had... is beautiful, but yeah, yeah. My that. question was, do obviously a, mal- a malevolent spirit wants to intimidate you, scare you? Do they sense your intimidations? Do they seek your intimidation? Do they yes. want to scare you? Okay, absolutely. And there's a scientific way of measuring that. Uh, there is a show out right now that you could watch with Dakota Layden, Chelsea Layden, and uh, their best friend, and there's like one other. But uh, Dakota Layden was on Ghost Adventures uh, for a little while and then went off and did his own spinoff show, and it's called um, Destination Fear. So Destination mm-hmm. Fear, caught, they are not paranormal investigators, or at least they don't claim to be. Their whole thing is to go into these haunted locations with mm-hmm. a camera by themselves a lot of times until they're too scared to be in there and then they run out (laughs) or until something happens and they think that the spiritual energy can feed off that fear kind of like a a dog can sense it or a wolf can sense it i've heard that a lot so i i don't know how much credence to lend that because i am not hold on just a second i don't i don't get a fry i don't you're not going to scare me man Mm -hmm. how i've already been dead scary places what are you going to do that's going to scare me? Doesn't work on me. So they don't do that to me. They've scared other members of my team, but they won't, they won't do it to me. Uh, I would be one of those people. As much as I don't believe in them, if all of a sudden they do exist. Yeah, absolutely. And which is a, logical, a rational, which is uh, a yeah, rational it's response. Very, that's very yeah. rational. It's a logical explanation. It's a logical human reaction to something that you don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, I and that's what that. I tried to explain. Yeah. I don't play zombie games. Heard of them. That's what I try to explain no, no. to my, my team is that, like I, and, and while we're online on, on uh, during our live investigations on Facebook, listen to everybody. They're like, I wouldn't go down there. I'd be too afraid. Listen, everybody has to understand we fear Everybody fears what you don't understand. Right. And if you don't, let's let's, let's take snakes, for example. Most people have a human 
Dude, it's a lizard without it's, legs. It's, it's built. It doesn't make any sense. What, how are you moving? <laughs> you can look at it and go, what the hell? What? I don't understand what. That's why? such a good way to put it. It's a lizard without <laughs> legs. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, logically, you look at it and you go, this is bullshit. This well, shouldn't built, even exist. This is a built, joke. It's <laughs> built in your genetic really, really code. Right. It's, it's the so same it's thing like a with, natural fear. Right. Like, like horses have a natural fear of snakes for a reason. We're naturally afraid at, of tigers and lions. Right. Be, right. Exactly. So if, the, it, but there are people that are snake handlers, like my son, my eldest son can walk up to any kind of snake, venomous or not, doesn't matter, and pick them up because he knows oh, how to handle them. He the, understands, what? he understands how to handle them versus a zoo. He knows how to handle them. Oh. He knows, he knows what he's doing. And that it, it, it's like, well, I mean, why can't you teach other people that? Well, you can, but once they get that knowledge, then they should no longer be afraid. Mm. Once you understand that, listen, 98 to 99% of the time that we go investigations, we are not encountering anything negative or evil. It's only really? happened once. Well, tell, tell us about that one time, please. Oh, God. And we're going back there on Halloween night. Holy sh shit. That, that's what you're doing this weekend? Yes. Oh, shit, two, man. Two years later... And I've got people on the team going, I'm so excited. So you you're no fucking idea. ridiculous. You, you don't no understand. <laughs> you have no idea what you're getting yourselves into. Because we go into this theater. It's a theater. A theater. We're talking about a movie theater mm. that burned in the 60s. And it's in, just in ruins. It's the McCutcheon Theater in downtown Charleston, Missouri. Not Charleston, South Carolina. Charleston, Missouri. McCutcheon Theater. And um, the roof is caved in. It's got a big open skylight. Now, the only thing that you can really investigate is like maybe an eighth of the building. The rest of it is open. Spelled theater wrong, idiot. Theatra. <laughs> What's it called? What is it called again? The, McC the McCutcheon. McCutcheon? <laughs> Not Mac. Almost. MC, MCC. Q, T H E O, T H. Ah. There it is. McCutcheon. Yeah, uh... you're a bitch, John. You're <laughs> such a bitch, dude. You got me wigging out right now. Sorry, go ahead, keep going. There it is. There it is, right there. There you go. That's it's... fucking terrifying, dude. Hold on. Hold on. It's like, like really. I mean, it's it's just it's it's neat. It really is. The the marquee is still. Yeah, up. you can tell that's from the '60s, though. Yeah, dude. Yeah, for real. And it's just uh, it's it's neat. It's neat looking on the inside too. There's like a. Uh, like some of the evidence that we'll go over if we ever get to that. Um, there's a dark shadow that moves around. I can't wait to show you that evidence because it's really neat. Mm -hmm. um, Actually, yeah, let's move on. I really, really, uh, really want to see it now. Yeah. So there, let me just explain what happened there. It's a, it's a short story. So we go up into one of the projection rooms, and out of the corner of my eye, I see a red little LED light, and I'm like, whatever. I, I just kind of cast it off as like, oh, that's, that's nothing. I, I'm seeing things. I, it's not what I, that's not what I saw. And then uh, you can, when you go down, uh, so you, you, when you go up, you go up the sides, right? Like through the lobby and then onto the, uh, like the, uh, the overhanging uh, balcony where the African-American, or the black section where the blacks would sit because they were segregated back in the 60s. Y'all know that. So the white section down below and you know, the black section above it. And the blacks had their own bathrooms upstairs. 
And uh, then you go up further than that, and you have a projection room, two different, two different projection room and like a storage room for like film and stuff. Um, well, while we were on the balcony, I saw two LED lights gleaming at me on the stage. And they oh. blinked. They blinked. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, what the hell was that? But I didn't say anything because I'm like, I'm, see I'm seeing stuff, man. I my eyes are playing tricks on me. And then Logan... The country, the big old country, who I refer yeah. to as big country. Big uh, country, that's what yeah, I call it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he looked at it. He, he saw the same thing, but he didn't say anything to me. Graham, who's our Marine, right, you know, the crayon eater, uh, Graham Cracker. <laughs> looks, by the way, looks both the of state. these guys are Marines. By yeah, well, the way. They, they get it. They understand. <laughs> the purple ones taste like grape. I understand. That's what I give grape a hard time about. And uh, anyway. We gotta poke fun at each other. It's part yeah, of for sure. Shit. Do do it as much as you want. They're, they're not soft skinned. <laughs> that, that's that's who we are. Yeah. You're um, John. He but, just called me a fucking idiot for typing theater wrong. So you're good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, exactly. Uh, so uh, Graham goes, "Did what, what, what's that? On, what, I just saw some red lights on the stage." And I'm like, and then Logan and I both, uh, I, I look at him and I'm like, "Oh shit, I did too." And Logan goes, "I saw the same thing." And then we hear it running around in the rafters like later. You're like, oh, okay, that's an animal. Like okay, running. That could have been an animal. Uh, but there's nowhere for it to run. Like it's a skeleton of a shell. I wish I could show you what the inside of the theater looks like, the, the ceiling. Mm -hmm. There's nowhere, there's no catwalks. There's, it's, it's metal. We're talking about metal trusses that are about that thin that are, that, I mean, it couldn't run. Uh, there's nowhere for it to run. And then when I show you this footage, there was light casting down. There was a static camera in the projection room. Mm -hmm. And there's a light casting down from, a, from above the theater. You can see it light up. And then it'll reignite. Like, it'll move over to one section and then light up again. And then move back over. And we're outside on Facebook Live, out on the sidewalk. So it's not us. I'm not on the damn roof shining a flashlight around like an idiot. I don't have a freaking ladder that high, and I am not that devoted to fake evidence. I won't do it anyway, because my dad's name is in, our, in the American Ghost Project, Anthony Gerald Poole. It'll never be faked. And then there's some black thing. Don't know what it is. Shadow. It runs this way, and then it comes back. And it's so unnaturally fast. Was it No, it's, it, you, once you see it, you're going to be like, there's no shape. It's not is it shape. What, is it in what you sent me? Is that yes? Part of, okay, and it's which in one, one of those times? I don't know. Oh, so it's one of the like five timestamps you sent me. I sent you like ten. Uh, yeah, you did. You sent me a lot. I have them all. <laughs> I have them. I have them all queued up, ready to go. So let's go. Let's go. All right. Um, so let's just talk through them all, and we'll get to that when we get to it. Then that's easy. So these right, are getting cool. stronger as we go because I ran out of ice. <laughs> All right, so here we go. This is the two. I went from you know chronological, so this is the two twenty-seven timestamp. But I don't have any Coke Zero. Uh, let me make sure you guys can hear this. Hold on. I'm an operator. I've got to have Coke Zero in my drink. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, man. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, applications. Here we go. Two twenty-seven. This is the first chronological timestamp. Yeah, I may have you pause it, uh, but let's just see where we're at. Oh, we're going to start this out right. Check this out, dudes. Pause that. So check this out. I'm talking about what's happening, right? Right there. Going over mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. 
a, 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 a retired, abandoned retirement village and got shot at. Whoa. So this is neat. This is not paranormal. This is just some of the shit that's happened to us. Just got shot at? <laughs> That right there, I know you can't see my mouse, but that right there on the middle of the table obviously is a red pole. But right there, not that, a little further, that's one of our original to your left. Your other left. The giant box looks like a rectangle with two white things on it. No. Oh. No, that's a person. The, 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 the bl- oh, oh, this. Yes. That was my original creation for a ghost portal. <laughs> he said your other left. I thought he meant so right. You shut up, guys. All right, this thing right here. Yeah, that's the original ghost box right there. Our ghost portal. That, that thing looks it. beefy, dude. Yeah, the one we have is like twice as big as that. Nerd. By the way, mom is just watching your show and has she's my bedroom. Right She's just now right watching your show. Go for it. It's it's great. So. <laughs> We're going to plug it again. Dude, Scott, awesome shit. American Ghost Project. Check him out on every social platform available. He's got amazing evidence, so check him out. But okay, fucking you do for sure. But right here. Okay, so continue where you left off, please. Oh, just push play. Oh. All this shit's live, by the way. Just a little bit. He's using a digital audio recorder to listen Mm -hmm. to the spirit box because it cleans up some of the audio even further, like live as we're doing it. This gunfire is coming up.
Oh, shit. Wasn't kidding. So, so what happened is yeah, we had some meth heads across the street who thought that we were just some kids effing around in the building and didn't realize that we were led by a veteran. And uh, I ran out with my 12 gauge uh, tactical shotgun, my Mossberg. And uh, somebody grabbed my AR and we had a couple more pistols. We had like reenactors, it's World so War II style reenactors with us. And they had like 19, like authentic World War II style 1911s. <laughs> they also ran out and we met them in the street. Like, are you serious? And all that is on that footage, but you can go to the next timestamp. I mean, it cuts to the GoPro footage of us running out there because we cut the live. I didn't want anybody on Facebook freaking out. Well, yeah, we got shot at. So is this, so that was, that was it for this clip? I mean, yeah, I mean, you can look at the GoPro footage, but I slow it down and I, I do my, my, my detailed analysis of some other stuff and awesome. uh, yeah. I, I needed to capture, I need to have a chest cam on. So I, I, so if something happened, you know, they could pull the footage off my dead corpse. God damn. But I wasn't going to just let them bully us, man. I mean, that's not who I am. It's not who we are. I mean, what are you guys going to do? Run and hide? Fuck no. Oh, you're going to shoot at me? You better fucking hit me, center mass. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, they didn't expect us to ride to the street. It's crazy. Yeah, go to the next go to the next timestamp, Z. Gotcha. So this one is 453. I can't believe it's already nine. No, it's it's the same spot. No, it's further up. No, trust me. It is? You sure about that? Yeah, 415. This is a separate uh, I'm saying you sent me. Oh, no, let's go to the next me. one then. This is this okay. one goes come in. Oh, those timestamps that I sent you were meant for the Paracon footage that okay yeah you well, can get, yeah get, yeah get off of this that's all i wanted you to see on that one okay yeah so, so here's the paracon which is back no then. that's that's can that's cannon fire we call it cannon fire live on facebook which was pretty cool roger stand by okay so tell us about all right in the meantime while i get this queued up tell us about your scariest to you like what your personal scariest moment during your investigations were? Okay, so we were investigating. It was like our first investigation. We were at the Sykeston City Jail at my hometown. And yeah, most of these infrared cameras, they can see in the dark. Everybody knows that. They take the existing light around the camera and enhance it. That's basically how they work. Well, I go to go do a solo session in the basement where all of the cells are of the jail. And I open the cell door to go down the male side or the male section. And I turn the corner and I can't see down the hallway. 
because there's some because there's something standing in front of me blocking the light, and I can see it through my viewfinder. I'm not using a flashlight, and I can see it through the viewfinder. And I look left, and I can see the wall, and I look right, and I can see the wall, but I couldn't see down the hallway. It was a black mass. Before you start, can you send me that Paracon video one more time, please? Yeah, sure. I don't think I have uh, it. It is a uh, YouTube. It's a private video that nobody else gets to see but you. And nice. certain, certain people. Oh, that, that one. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. Do Got I it. I'm on it now. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Continue. Uh, dark figure. Ah, yeah. I mean, that's when I backed out. I, I just felt the negativity. I felt the aggression. I felt now is not the right time. Like, nope, I'm good. That was our first night of investigating too. And that's that was the- your first time ever doing that. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> Sharks are born swimming Z. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You're straight up thrust into that. <clears throat> John, you have any questions for him? Oh, right back, now? back it up. Back it up, man. Because that's the that's the McCutcheon Theater right there. That projection room. Yep. Go back to the Paracon promo. Shit, where'd you this go? This one. That's the Sykeson City Jail. And then... Bigger, bigger. Right there, right there you go. Keep going. Keep going. A little bit. Okay, so that, I can, I can talk while this is okay. playing. Cool. So... Hold on. Give me one second. I will... John, let's see if John and Moose have any questions for you while I'm pulling up. I want to make sure we have all the. Oh, the you're pulling them up individually. That's exactly. Cool. Yep. That's yeah, like yeah. you're smart. I had, uh, <laughs> earlier, I had two questions, but um, so did you even did we even answer my first question? What's what's the turnover rate with your guys? Like just I don't know if I ever really. Uh, uh, I don't think my attorneys will allow me to answer that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, no, I don't know, man. They, the the ones that stay, I have one mainly. Check this out. I have mainly a female team. How really? badass is that? How effing badass is that? Yeah, I, they, are, would... they are they are fucking troopers, man. Maybe it's I misogynist mean, in me, but uh, <laughs> oh, it's cool. That. No, that's, no, that's and, cool. and like our fan base is mostly female. Uh, which is crazy because I can look at those uh, those anal- I love analytics. I go through. I still go through <clears throat> Hootsuite. Uh, see, I still use Hootsuite, and uh, to look at the analytics from Facebook and 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 uh, TikTok and how we're we kind of blew up a little bit on Instagram, which is kind of cool. Not like ter- terrible. We were stagnant at like 700 followers, and then all of a sudden we got 500 out of nowhere. I don't even know where they came from, um, but that was kind of cool. But, All right, but, so uh, do you want do you want to watch the cannon fire or the uh, paracon? No, the show, cannon fire show, one. Yeah, show them. Show. Uh, I want Matt to see this one. I d- I did have another question. If we have a like, I'm not sure. Do Do you guys want to go into the video first, or can I ask my question? Yeah, for your question. Yeah, yeah, Am man. I? So, um, you talked about now you see you know kind of activity and you interact with it more. Like earlier, talking about you know telling them to all get in line, you can talk to you and all. How do you uh, how do you feel about that? Like in the long run, do you have any regrets at all? Because it feels like it could be overwhelming. Like you, you said you can't turn it off. It no. seems like it could be a blessing and a curse. You know, it's a blessing and a curse, but it's a gift nonetheless. And I have zero regrets. Yeah, I have no, so, reg- I have no regrets either. 
So you're just cool with being surrounded by this type of energy constantly yeah. and seeing this energy yeah. constantly. Cause honestly, I, I hear that and not from a point of fear, but I feel like I'm, I would not want that for myself. You know what I mean? Like, I understand it. But as a Christian Catholic, I believe that it's a, it's a blessing from God as a gift from God. And if I can, if, if a soul, if that's true, if a soul is, if a spirit is trapped because of their, if they're holding on to some kind of earthly possession, their soul is not purified because it says in the Bible that only the pure souls get into heaven and they're trapped in, in uh, what we would consider purgatory. And if that interaction with them allows them to move on and release, then I've done my job as a Christian on this planet. And who else is going to do it? Everybody else is a bunch of wimps. You look at this more as like almost yeah, like a religious yeah, sure duty do. sometimes. Interesting. All right, we're going to, to the videos. I don't know what Z is doing. His microphone is muted. No, no one knows what Z's doing. Z, are you still with I us? I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um, the so we're gonna talk about the cannon fire one real quick because it's you only can. one clip. Okay, cool. Let's talk yeah. about that first. So, Stoddard County, County Poor Farm, there was a, a placard or a big concrete uh, granite placard for our marker for a mass grave that they had dug for. Uh, prisoners of war that were buried there and people that stayed at the Stoddard County Poor Farm. And that's where we were at the time when this happened. And that's mm -hmm. my idea. So do ghosts, ghosts linger around where I they, think they were buried? I they want to go. Wherever they want to interact. I mean, um, I wouldn't hang out in a graveyard. That wouldn't be my choice. But I'd say that, that most yeah. of the cemeteries and graveyards that we have been to, and there is a difference, by the way, just so you know, cemeteries are detached from churches. Graveyards are attached to churches. So if you ever wanted to know what the difference is, that's the difference. Oh, that. All right, cool. So let's see what we got here. So that's the slab you're talking about, right? The stone slab. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't see anything playing. No? Okay, hold on. I see a plane. You see oh, yeah, there might be a there okay. might be a delay on my side. Go ahead. There you go. So on the left hand side through Premiere, uh, I was using a spectral visualizer. Crystal clear skies. Mm -hmm. Oh, I heard it right there. Yeah, dude, you guys. Oh, that's a heartbeat. Yeah, you guys know what cannon fire sounds like. Y'all know what cannon fire. We, we, in, incoming and or outgoing. We know, like veterans are in this channel. We oh. know what incoming and, in, and outgoing indirect fire sounds like. It's got a reverberation to it. Sounds like a heartbeat. This, it's nuts. And we've heard that live and we all freaked out. Okay, hold on. Let's hear it one more time. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't okay. hear it. Gotcha. Turn up the stream a little bit. It's each of these. You can see the spikes. And look, it's the thing is the fucking audio, the decibel range is the same each one for all three of them. 
Well, it's because they're repeated. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, I tried to boost it. Hold on, here we go. Doom, doom. I mean, it does sound like a heartbeat. I thought it was a heartbeat. Yeah, but... Again. Again. One more time? Okay, hold on. Just let it play. Just let it play. Oh, oh. sorry. Oh, wow. Did we all heard it? And I, I lost it. No, you felt the didn't, percussion. Didn't, didn't feel, feel it. No, we heard it. Yeah. It was just audio. It's actually even more um, understanding that, that yeah. it is only just the same. And not. That, no. Yeah. That makes more sense. But it just blew my mind because I've seen like, other investigators um, get cannon fire audio like Ghost Adventures do it, not like at Gettysburg, but we are not at a pre- predominantly, okay, so Stoddard County and or Bloomfield changed hands during the Civil War over 19, somewhere between 16 to 21 times. They fought wow. like cats and dogs over this one little territory for whatever reason. So that was bloody, not like Gettysburg bloody, but bloody enough. And for, for us to catch just random, that was so cool, man. It was Unexpected. Just... You ever heard of Fredericksburg? Fredericksburg, Virginia. No, but I mean, I mean, this whole state yeah. is riddled with civil war yeah. battlefields. Yeah, that's Virginia for you. Yeah, I've heard of Fredericksburg. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a uh, there's a really cool uh, battlefield there. Oh my trenches are still there and everything. That's just amazing. They fall. So like the that. the battlefield that my old house I was talking about before it was built on was called the Cedar Creek Battlefield. And I right literally on. lived off of Cedar Creek grade. But uh, yeah, okay. Is that all for this clip or is there I'm more? Yes, yeah, okay. go on to the next one. Okay, gotcha. And all right, so now we're thing. at the time span, uh, timestamps for Paracon. This is the 229. Yep. All right, cool. So McCutcheon Theater. So you've got on the left-hand side is one, this is the projection room. This is a static camera left in the projection room. So left-hand side is one of the projection windows lowered. One mm-hmm. all the way over on the right has got its window up or raised. And if you look at the one in the middle, you can actually see how it's raised. And there's mm-hmm. like a cord above it. There's like a rope that holds that steel trap door from closing down in on itself. Oh yeah, yeah. So. The slight in, inside this the square box is the back of the theater down below. Keep going, keep going right there. Inside that window there is the back of the theater where the screen would have been. The slightly lit up area on uh, it's really hard to explain without seeing. Keep going with your mouse. Oh, keep going, keep going a little further up, 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 oh, up, 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 up. Keep going. Keep going, keep going, stop right there. That's where the light starts to come in. That's the rafters above the theater screen itself. Okay. So just let it play and let and you guys <laughs> just watch. 
Oh, by the way, this is music that I also produced for the show. Oh, nice. Thanks. Oh, I see it. Hold on, right there. Hold on, sorry. See, I don't see anything. It's just paused. I thought I saw the light. Oh, really? Okay. I don't know why. Let me, uh. Are you guys seeing it live whenever you see it now? Yeah. I see the light shining. It's going left to right. Yeah, see, for me, it's just paused on 255, which is weird. <clears throat> I can, uh, hold on. I'll do this. You won't be able to hear sound, but everyone else will. And am I into? I can see, see it the now. light moving. I saw it move. Yeah, see? It get, yeah. It's kind of like pulsing. Oh, shit. There Ooh. you go. Did it burst? Yeah. Yeah, that's where it like reignites. And there'll be an object move from the right to left. But I do zoom in. Mm. Oh shit. Yeah, it was moving quick. You saw it? Yeah. Good. Good deal. I'm glad somebody else has seen it. Oh, there it goes. It goes left to right too. Okay, yeah. so this is this that, is that, oh yeah, there it is. Don't right know there. what it is. Yeah, don't know what it is. And this and is when you felt that ominous presence, right? Yes. The, oh yeah. shit. And that could be it. I don't know, man. I I don't know how to explain that. You guys see it moving left to right, right to left. This right? is light, right? Yeah. This is light. Right? We're talking about the the white. No, it's is dark. This, this light? is an infrared shitty Chinese camera. <laughs> Sorry. So no, it's heat? infrared. It's not heat. So okay. infrared, you're oh, seeing why it helps enhance low lit environments, so you can see yeah. um, a different yeah, color yeah. spectrum. Thermal is what you're thinking of, Moose. So, yeah. <clears throat> but you can see it move from right to left, then left to right, very quickly. It's very That's quick. Right. And unnaturally fast is what i would call watch it. right here you'll and, see it watch moose watch the right and, side and when we go back i want to oh, that's want left to right and then I want it, cameras and everywhere. the right to left you see it yeah what do you think about that moose or uh sky sky no cry cry, cry. 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 yeah that's, uh, that's bizarre and then yeah you saw it again go left to right and i i just i wish i could explain it i just can't and oh, i saw no, it the first right, time right. you see it, it was, was, when I saw it for the first time, I ran upstairs and I was like, freaking watch, out. watch the middle. Watch the middle. See that? Look at you can see how it gets darker too. I don't know, man. That's crazy. All right, let's go to the next timestamp. There's no way. No, just asking. It is in front of it picks up normal light as well. I've been a car driving no, by and I or could, anything like I, that. What I can do for you, Matt, is what I'll do for, especially for this channel, just so you guys know, when we go back, because I haven't been able to go back 
I'll take snaps. I'll, I'm speaking like I'm from, from England. I'll take pictures. <laughs> I keep talking to a guy in England and he always goes, you need to take snaps of the theater so I can see it. I'm like, okay, dude, seriously, it's a picture. <laughs> so I'll take pictures of, of the inside of the theater to give you guys better, a better idea because that's what I would want for visual aid. We all need visual aids. Mm -hmm. The whole back of the theater is, is, is brick. The top of the theater is open, but you can see like metal, um, the metal supports. Mm -hmm. And but the theater, the, the the roof is is caving in. It's awful. It's it's deteriorating so bad. But no, uh, to debunk that, there is no way for it because there's a building right next to it. There's no way for a car headlights to get in it because the front of the building faces the street. <clears throat> it would be just impossible. I wish I could explain that. This is the booking room, which you're about mm -hmm. to see, mm -hmm. for the Sykeston City Jail. There are figures in the background. Those are wooden cutouts for like seasonal decorations because the uh, historic downtown Sykeston owns the building now. The Sykeston City Jail, has, has uh, Department of Safety has moved out. They moved out in like 2016. Yeah, so this is a neat one where they kind of it, this entity or whatever tumbles and undulates and morphs and moves from right to left, and it's probably one of the prettiest light anomalies that we've ever captured. I remember seeing this one, and I feel like your mom was kind of the the star of the show she's, for this one. She's she's the center. Of, she she takes center stage on this one yeah. because ironically, she is walking around with a, a lady named Ashley who was a dispatcher at Sykeson City Jail, and they were off to the right. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, so stage right, they were off to stage right. They were in what they call the server room. And ironically, my mom goes, we don't put a camera in here because nothing's ever happened in here. Like every time we say that something happens. Uh, yeah. so, <laughs> so she moves out and moves to the left and Ashley follows her. And then this, this beautiful light anomaly follows them out the room. And it actually comes out of the wall and I've debunked it as not a moth. I, I tried proving that it was a moth, but Moths don't fly vertically, unless, of course, you like grab them and chuck them. Um, but I don't think anybody grabbed a moth and threw it. Uh, but um, it's a neat light anomaly, and we saw it live while we were on break, and we were at base camp on the first floor. Yep. There it goes, right here. So you can see, like, on the squares where personal effects would be. Oh, there's the cutouts you were talking about right there. Yeah. Oh, there was it right there. There was something there. I, oh, me, oh, yeah. oh, there it is. Whoa. Oh. Holy cow. There it is hey, in Z. slow motion. Hey, Z, let me, let me get out of here and then reconnect. I think my, my connections. You're good, brother. Tanking. Well, I mean, I can't, I can't see what you guys are looking at for whatever reason. Because my screen's paused. Cut. Cut right here. Pop out and I'll drag you back in. I will put you in the pub. Hold on. There he goes. Do you guys see the video? Yeah, I see it. 
having a lot of connectivity yeah, it's issues. Your, it's your hotspot, bro. Like, even a your voice of, is probably 10 seconds delayed. Yeah, a lot of videos. Yeah. Is that what's going on? Because I realize I'm not able to yeah, talk as much. See, that's fine. Sure. I think it's mine? No, no, not you. No, we're talking about Moose's latency. You're fine. Uh, let me know if you can see the um, clip this time. I'm, I was able to I'm see gonna it. turn it off. I'm going right to connect it again. Stand by. You guys see this? You see it now, Scott? Yeah, I, I see. All right, cool. 46. Perfect. All right. So now it's it's going in slow motion. There it goes. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, I just wish I could explain this one. It's transparent. Um, that is crazy. I've tried like multiple times, times trying to figure out what that is. I just can't. Pause it. And like hit the left arrow. I want to go specifically to one. There you go. Call out a shape. Yeah, we could, we could go frame by frame. I've done that before. Yeah, go through right. right arrow. Oh, oh, right arrow. Cool. There you go. Clicking back, it's doing mm -hmm. five second intervals, which sucks. Yeah. Just um, back it up, and then right okay. when it tell appears, starts clicking the space. My wife's about to tell me good night. back it up. Pause it. Right there? Keep going. Like that. Oh, I saw. So it's really interesting because it, it, it yeah, moves it into different shapes the whole time. It, here's here's what's wild. This is going to be really making noodle. So it's vertical, right? We've caught this shape at other investigations and other places. You think it's so following like, you? Oh, do you, oh it no. might, but what if it's your dad? Uh, it could be. Would be awesome. I'd love that. I mean, who wouldn't? Oh, yeah. What was, that, uh, what was that creature oh, in Zelda? Oh, no, dude, that's a fairy, <laughs> dude. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. so stupid. <laughs> no, what it, that could be your dad if it's followed you. Other, be, you know, that would be, be awesome. I mean, that'd yeah. be... Okay, cool. Was that it go from to, this clip? Yeah, go to your next right, time. Cool. That was awesome. That was awesome. Okay, so this is interesting. <laughs> Who here has heard of the Sally House? No. Raise your little hand if you've heard of Sally House. No? <laughs> so... In Atchison, Kansas, there is a small residential uh, house, unaboding. I mean, it is just not fancy at all. It's over 100 years old. There used to be a surgeon that owned it. The downstairs was like his, uh, if you will, like his, um, the area where he did his surgeries or saw his patients. The mm -hmm. family actually lived on the second floor. The story goes, a woman brought in a little girl named Sally who was complaining of stomach pain, Low, uh, lower left quadrant stomach pain, stomach pain. Most of us know what's in the lower left quadrant 
if you're looking at the patient, not patient's your appendix. left. Yeah, your appendix. So, <clears throat> sucks. He goes to cut on her. So he's like, oh, appendicitis. This is what's happening. He goes to cut on her. With, he, he's like, we can't wait for the anesthesia. She's already like vomiting. It's, it's bad. No way with that so, anesthesia. Yeah, so he goes to cut on her. So she dies. Mm. And the last thing that she saw was a man, a sweaty old man over her holding a scalpel. So um, oh. fast forward to the 90s. The Pinkmans move in. And he experienced the man of the house experiences all there's a there's a whole biography on this. Uh, there's an audio book about the Sally House uh, hauntings, uh, how he got scratched and they got ghosts of interest have been there. It's one of the most haunted, prolifically haunted locations in all of the United States. And now fast forward. Right. So we went from the McCutcheon Theater and crappy static IR cameras to now $600 Panasonic cameras that can see in the dark because we got a boost from a private investor. So now we have super good cameras that can see 4K and IR. So mm. now I see a, when I'm doing, this is a live investigation or a live review of an investigation we did at the Sally House. And I see a light anomaly, but I see something inside of the light anomaly itself. So here we go. Go ahead and push play. Oh shit, there it is. All right. There it is. That looks like a bug. Looks like nothing. Oh, I've got no sound, but that's okay. Yeah, I'd say that's, that's, a, that's a bug. Like, okay, probably a bug. But then I'm like, what is that? Why why does that look strange? And I go to go ahead and push play. That's I go to play. zoom. Oh, it is. Well, I can't tell. Shit. Great. Oh, it's a face. Oh, it's a fucking yeah. face. Yeah, dude, I, I can't explain it. I wish I could. You see the mouth, guys? The mouth. Yeah. The two and eyes. The eyes. Are, the eyes are wide open. I like it. It looks like a little girl. Yeah. But you also sure see the outline of the shoulders and. Yeah, it's. <sighs> It's dude, probably I'm getting of... fucking chills right now, yeah. dude. What the fuck? Dude, 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 see, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, dude. Look at it. It's translucent, dude. Oh, my God. This is my life. It's like a Tuesday afternoon for me. Holy shit, man. You can That's see only... the fucking face. And, and for, 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 for context, I've not seen this video yet. And is that what yeah. you were trying to showcase, Scott? A face, what? right? A face. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to tell you guys what the hell. That's I'm... what I'm saying. It's a fucking no, face. No, I don't. I don't want to give. I don't... Here's the thing. If I say you guys are about to see a face in this shape, now I've given you. Now you're going to psychologically. I've given you an idea of what you're going to see, and I don't want to do that to you guys. I want. I want you guys going into some impartial. Like if you don't see anything, say something. Like oh, you're full of shit, man. Like oh, okay, well. Maybe I'm looking too far into the shape. That's possible. Dude. But John, you I see, see it, right? Yeah, what I right. see is two eyes and, and, and two little nostrils. You can see like the little... I mean, I, I see a face. Now I that's can, a face. Uh, fucking face, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, fucking I'm, face. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm like, I, I can't explain it. I wish I could, but I can't. And there's it's evidence like that that keeps me going out to get... Because now with the pixel density of these 4K cameras, 
I wouldn't have gotten that with my other cheap Chinese knockoff cameras. Mm. Now that we see what happened was see what had happened was um, <laughs> there's a place called Commerce Manor. It's in a little town called Commerce. Seven generations of the Anderson family lived there. We brought back one of the oldest, one of the youngest, one of the surviving relatives of the family. They still have seven generations of stuff in that house. Nothing's been taken out. It's like a museum of their family's life and legacy. It's, a, it's on the National Historic Place. It's registered in the National Historic, uh, historic, historic Places, right? Built in 1902. It's gorgeous. It's a Victorian home. And we were able to help her communicate with family that has been dead for well over 100 years. And it sold her on the idea of what we do. And they invested in our little company, I guess you could call it that. Awesome. Yeah, it, it's, it's humbling that we were able to help her and that they were in a position in their lives to be like, hey, we want to invest in this group of individuals. And I get to do this with my mom, my two nephews. I get to do this with people that I consider family. So I, I love what I do. Yeah. Did you say John? Is that me? My Ain't nephew's no. name is John. What'd you say, Moose? I said that's great oh, yeah. that he's able to help out. Thanks, I appreciate it. You know, even if, even if the, this. Like I'm a I'm a skeptic. Uh, I see the face. It'd be something like, else. It could be. It, it could be a moth. Like it could be like it um, could be a butterfly. Like it'd be anything. You know what I mean? Like see though the yeah. um the face gnarly that you can into the right. almost the iris is scary. And that that was like for me it was right <laughs> it was it. this first part right here. Hold on. Yeah. No, it, it's. Hold on. Uh, at ninety percent of it, it looks like a bug flying. It's the f the first time you see it, and I paused it right there, right here, where, dude. Yeah, like, I paused it right on that spot, and I'm like, "Wait a second, wait, what? What am I seeing? Like, this could be pareidolia. So, this could um, be matrixing. Like, I could be. What am I seeing? Yeah, you're right, Moose. You can see the irises." Yeah, you can. Like, I, I totally see the face in that frame. I really think that the, the darkness of the right. pipe is what gives it the depth yeah. of the eye. It was like perfect, perfect timing. I, I think. Oh, oh, it, it, okay. It almost Check this out. This is, what else, this is what else will just, just blow your mind. I can't find this footage. This right here is the only place that you can find it is online. The hard drive that I had, the first part of the Sally house crashed and I lost all of it. The you only think footage... that's paranormal, like they oh, can manipulate that? Listen, listen. <laughs> if they can imprint themselves on electromagnetic SD or SSDs or hard drives, then they can screw with me when I'm here. And I know they mm. have. They've made me sick sitting at my desk looking over this footage. I, I can only look over Sally footage for about 20 to 30 minutes a day. I used to, I, I tried to do it for over an hour and I got white as a sheet. I was 
sweating. I'm like, what in the hell, man? And then I realized it's the footage. I know it sounds crazy. Do you think it's a malevolent spirit there? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It made one of my investigators, Christy, who is a country girl beyond, like she would have gotten into the army and drop kicked a drill sergeant in basic training, badass. Uh, Mm. She's, she, she never served, but she could have, you know, one of those girls like uh, she could have up his nails and went out and threw up behind the Cadillac that we had out front. We have an Escalade that my mom lets us use as a company vehicle, which is extremely sweet of her. Uh, but uh, the Escalade followed the ambulance all the way to Atchison, Kansas, by the way. And um, uh, sorry, so ridiculous. <laughs> I say it out loud and I'm like, what in the hell am I doing? <laughs> but I'm like, anyway. Oh, by the way, Z, it's got a loudspeaker and I use it all the time. I'll pop the traffic. I'll be like, I'll pass the semi on the highway and be like, you're not working. You don't have a trailer. <laughs> like, I'll just troll the shit out of people on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> is that it for this one yeah yeah you can that was awesome there. all right cool thank you yeah of course man that was awesome all right let's go to this one the sally house by the way will be our first episode that we release on youtube i'm working on footage right now i just have to do it slowly a lantern oh whoa Up, down, left, or left, right to left, down. Okay, hold on. Let's go to that real quick. Watch how quickly it goes from here to here. Hold on. Yeah, yeah I wish I could see what you were doing. This sucks. Boom, well, like way the fuck over here. And then. So it was over here. Boom, there it is. That's, That's like a car headlight. Yeah, but that's the backyard. Yeah. Just so you know. And I tried debunking this, and I just can't. Right there. Look. Whoa, dude. Stop. Just don't follow with the mouse. Sorry that your fucking screen is 15 (laughs) pixels wide, you asshole. (laughs) No, I'm fucking struggling. All right, all right, all right. Watch, 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 watch. Watch, Moose. Watch the right-hand side of the window. Oh, there's more in that footage than than just the lantern, by the way. Just let it play. Yeah, that's a a weird trajectory, because that's... The lights usually go more than vertical. I can't see anything. I don't know what you guys are looking at. Apparitions walking right to left. Oh, there. Whoa. Did you see that? 
It was like a mist walking from right to left. I'll zoom in. And I, I can't see anything. I wish I could. Yeah, I saw that. The fucking light was on the left, and then the apparition went right, right to, to left. left. Crazy. It's crazy. And, and it, like, like Moose said, the trajectory of that light is abnormal. I mean, you can kind of scale from... Doesn't also like follow lantern. Someone's swing a lantern. That's what I thought too. And and then talking yeah. to Susan later. That's at yeah, Commerce like Manor, the, by the way. And then talking to Susan and, Bailey, who is an and who was an Anderson. She is an Anderson still. Um, Susan Anderson. That's her maiden name. And talking to her, and she said, "Oh yeah, Uncle Abion used to be out there. He'd walk that path, and uh, in that path, he would." he would protect the house or he'd walk the perimeter of the house because he was military and he'd swing his lantern around. And I'm like, well, that makes sense. So is that an intelligent haunt or is that more residual? I wish mm -hmm. I knew that. I wish I knew the and how to discern between the difference. All that I know is that my mom, again, my 69 year old mother, she'll be 70 January 1st, walks in with a camera, inadvertently sits it down on a table and catches a ghost. It's just... Hmm. Like really? Your mom might have an approachable energy for this. Yeah, she, she absolutely does. She really does. Like John, like think about um, marching in the murder. Yeah, have a heavy back. Does yeah. go up aggressive. Um, be interested to find out which branch army. in the military was. Oh, his army. War yeah, World War One. His oh, okay. uh, jet, his jacket, and his helmet are still in the house. And this is the last clip we have. All right, so let's see what this is. That's the last oh, one. Shit. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so that's my god, that's that my slave slash intern person. walking in, <laughs> walking in. Oh, you're, oh, this you're, is the the um. That's Connor. Yeah. Ah, okay. That's my camera rig that I built for him. Thing's beefy, dude. <laughs> that looks awesome. <laughs> That's a beef. Keep your eye on the upper right. Okay, move mm -hmm. your mouse up just a little bit, Z. Right there. And then move your mouse over to the left. You see the light in the middle? Yeah, right there. Okay, that doesn't exist, by the way. Okay, yeah. let me explain. In the backyard, does that not look like a light pole with a light on it? It does, yeah. Okay. There's nothing in the room, right? There's no, nothing in the room that would project a light like that, by the way. Because it's reflective a... on this side of the window, it looks like right. it would be. Yeah, well, I mean, sort of, yeah. But he told me, Bill Bailey told me, or excuse me, Susan Bailey told me at one point they had a light pole with a light in the backyard, and it's no longer there. Which is even stranger that it's in the reflection. Like, I didn't even notice it until I went back and looked at this footage. But just let it play. And keep your eye on the light. Move your mouse down just a little bit. Whoa! Oh, no, that's his reflection. Okay, hold on. Fucking Z, goddamn it! You see the black mass up right there. there. Yeah, I, I have tried to 
debunk that as maybe the shadow of the curtain, but the curtain's not moving. Like, I don't know what it is. I wish I could. It's covering up what looks like would have been the fucking telephone light bulb light bulb, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, you know what? There it goes, frame by frame, almost. It's slowly moving over, and then engulfs it. Well, the kid on the ground's. Yeah, but you can see his reflection down towards the bottom of the screen. How would that? How would his reflection, unless there was a light casting a shadow upward? That's what I'm saying. What? What are those two light lights? And like, to me, what, what's lighting up? It's the, the IR flashlight right? on the camera. Yeah. Which is, it's not visible to the just human re- eye. Just re- yeah, just remember that so there's a full spectrum camera no. that is sitting on the table. It's, it's a full spectrum, not an IR camera. There's, that's why it looks purpley, like oh, purplish. Right, right. So there's a full spectrum camera sitting on the table, shooting out the window right now. Okay, what causes that gold? I don't know, but gold. It's the gold hue towards the bottom of the screen. Oh, he's got it. He's got a light on his camera. For sure. But but look, but that shadow stays loose when he when he returns to his original position. Yeah, that's what what I don't understand is it doesn't follow his movement. I tried to like like figure out if like maybe that was Connor moving or maybe he hit that. Check this I out, just, Moose. You see, you see, it's starting to cover that light bulb, right? And he's shifting, right? But then he stays still, and that light, that shadow retracts. Excuse me. Um. What? Yeah, I know. I totally see the black man. What do you think, John? Yeah. It, it, it is one you have to watch for a while, but uh, yeah, because Connor's moving a lot. Uh, that's his name, right? Connor. Yeah, and he's what's, mo- he's what's crazy? You don't know, like. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off. Yeah, for this one, yeah, he's moving a lot, so I don't know, and that's what's causing a lot of issues in the later half, as you're seeing there, like that flip back and forth. That's what's the part that's convincing me because you think it. How he he had that sudden yeah, movement kind of turning around, and it didn't follow there. But everything else, like look, it's it's in sync. How his yeah. head's moving, how he's moving the camera, like that's in sync. But then at one point he looks like he looks the entire other way, and it's still there. I I mean I want to debunk it. I really do. I want I want yeah, some there. explanation. So he's. he's He's facing the other. Yeah. Turns entirely around. Right. The shadow doesn't oh, move at all. I'm only calling it a shadow yeah. because I don't oh, know what else oh, to call let it. Let me let me just um, let me just piggyback with this. I thought about it. I don't think it's real quick. I don't think it's a shadow because from the inside of the room, mm-hmm. it has to be on the outside because window cell itself doesn't gain a shadow. There's no darkness. Right. So you know what I mean? So it's not him blocking any light because if it, that were the case, if anything, the wall would have darkened. What do see, you think that light is then? Window. Don't know. And see, that's what I need is I need more science. I need more maps. 
I need more, <laughs> you know what I mean? I need more people that look at it scientifically and go, all right, it can't be this, but it could be this, but it's not that because this is not happening, but this is happening. And what yeah. I will tell you to be, yeah. so you guys, so you guys understand when we were doing a spirit box session, we, we got Albion's voice. Albion is a very unique name, by the way. A-L-B-I-O-N, Albion. He went by Abi, Abion, or Augie, like Augie Bush. One of the things that he said was, we asked him, what are you still doing in the house? His response, protecting the house. And then Logan goes, this is in footage we haven't released and, and, yet. And again, to reel it back, you said that his, uh, not his wife, but his great granddaughter or whatever said that he and, would walk the per uh, would walk east. the perimeter with a with a lantern mm -hmm. and a shotgun and a, a double barrel side by side because <laughs> mm. that was him that was him that's what he would do uh but we asked him what he was protecting the people he goes what are you protecting the house from and he said the people of the woods mm. and we are still trying to figure out what he <laughs> means by like a fucking skinwalker i dude i don't know uh, all that I know is last Saturday, every time we investigate Commerce Manor, we, it's like we peel back another layer of the onion. And we did an Estes session, and I was in a trance, and then Ash, we've started doing this where Ash will sit next to me, who's my nephew, will sit down next to me and either draw or she'll, yeah, he'll write, he is, he is a she. She is a he that it advises a he, so I get him confused. I'm sorry. I'm working on that. I'm Gen X. <laughs> uh, but he will write down whatever I'm saying and then he got went into a trance and he drew a shape that was nutty because I started seeing something and then I got growled at he got growled at in the Estes because now we have a by the way it's super hard to prove what we are hearing in the Estes because we're listening in headphones right so now we have a splitter and a portable speaker so people around us can now uh, hear what we are hearing through the spirit box. It's a pretty simple solution. So even the people at the ghost, we do ghost tours for what we call the, the sip and spook. Uh, you can look that up too. Uh, it's sold out for this weekend, which is nutty. They started a winery and then they follow the ambulance down. They watch footage. Then they follow the ambulance down and they get to watch us do a paranormal investigation live. And people love it. Uh, but people were in the room with us and when we got growled at and they were like, holy cow, that was a growl. That was definitely a growl. And I saw a vision of something with large eyes, a gaping mouth with like sharp edged teeth and antlers on its head. And I didn't have any idea what it was. And then Ash drew it and then somebody looked it up and it was a freaking Wendigo. Oh, so I don't know what, yeah. So I don't know what we're I don't know what we're experiencing. I don't know what's in the woods. I don't know what he was protecting the house from. Have you tried going into the woods? We've been in there and it's freaky. Oh, <laughs> it's, oh it is, no! They're like, dudes. Here's the thing. You, I mean, the, the, the four of us have 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 bedded down in some pretty nasty places. I'm sure. You know, a shelter half or even a a, a GP medium or whatever. We've been in the bush. I have been in woods here that will make the hair on the on your arms stand up because there's energies in it that will that have there been murders in that wood in those woods and so we have an area near us called I know it's gonna sound cheesy, but it's called Boogie Woods. And in Boogie Woods a lady was raped and tied to a tree and her throat was slit. 
Oh so my god. So stuff has happened that's been just horrific murders. And uh I mean that will just saturate an area and make it, you know, bring in negative energy and just invite that negative energy. So yeah. it doesn't have to be just her. It could be her energy inviting other evil or malevolent spirits to come through and no, and f- not necessarily her. Okay. Because the action happened to her. We believe, and most paranormal investigators and paranormal investigators will tell you that we believe that if an evil action, evil begets evil. Mm. So if an evil act happens, it's like it opens a doorway or a portal for other evil entities to come in. And it's like, hey, we can play here too. We're invited. Yeah. You know, we'll all float down here too. That's like the, the <laughs> stupid entity on it, which is just the crazy nutty movie and loved it. But, you know, it's, it's the same. It's, it's, you know, it's like it's inviting that evil to be there. What what location, if you had a choice, what is the one location you want to investigate more than anything? This is going to surprise you. Jesus. It's going to really surprise you. I'll probably never get in, but if I do, it'd be amazing. The White House. The White House? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. That is a good one. I never would have expected that. Yeah, I mean, come on, dude. I mean... Like, like Donald Trump was like, like, uh, who was it? Bush or Bush, Bush senior saw Abe Lincoln. Um, um, he, Abe Lincoln has seen several times. JFK Mm. has been seen. I mean, like, come on, man. I'm like, they don't want his secrets to get out by the way. But if you think about like how amazing it would be as a person, but as an American and individual and in, in general, if I can sit down and have a conversation with Abe Lincoln or JFK, what about like Arlington? What about Arlington? That'd be amazing. But as a military guy, you know, take me. There's two places. There's I, I only gave you one. There's another one that's on my list. Get me in scuba deer, scuba deer. Get me in scuba gear and get me down inside the USS Arizona. I want oh. I, I want in Pearl Harbor. And I know that sounds sacrilegious, like, oh, that's a tomb. But maybe they have a story. Maybe they need to be recognized. Maybe they are recognized because there's a tomb there and a big monument. But you can't tell me it's not haunted. Josh Gates, who is a, a crazy explorer, already did an investigation in scuba gear of a Japanese submarine that wrecked off the coast of the Philippines during World War II. And while they were down there, they captured the generator motors still running. Explain mm. that shit. Like, how do you explain motors running in the engine room? Obviously, that's residual. The engines aren't still running unless they're nuclear. <laughs> Come on. And like you were talking about, like, a lot of these ghosts, these, these spirits, they want to tell their story. They're still tethered. So <laughs> if you've got sunken ships at the bottom of the ocean, how, how are they able to get that out, you know? That's what makes the Titanic Museum in either Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, or Branson, no, Missouri. So, so, so saturated with, with energy, and it's just, it's, it's the objects yeah. that they're... It's that creepy. They're, it's oh, creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. You've been to the one in Pigeon Forge or Branson? Pigeon Forge, Pigeon yeah. Forge. And they have the, the pool of water, by the way, yeah. where, you, where you shove your hands into, and it's the temperature of the water. How long could you put your hand in there? 20 seconds? Three seconds. It's it's ridiculous, dude. Like, there's no way. So cold. So cold. 
it's sad to think that people were plunged children and, and, and were plunged into that water and, and, oh, dude, hypothermic within 10 minutes and died within 15. It's sad. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. It'd have been, like right. been like 10 seconds for oh, me. Oh, dude, I would have died so much, so quickly. <laughs> like, they were so way tougher fast. than me. <laughs> I'd have been dead. I'd have been like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> so, well, dude, listen, brother, I know it's getting late for everybody. I really appreciate you coming on. Now, you yeah. said you have you have a sip and spook coming on Saturday, obviously all sold out, but yeah, you wanna... we did it the last two the last two weekends. So last oh, year wow. we only did it we only did it one night and it sold out. It was, it was like over a hundred tickets, which <sighs> surprised us. Yeah. Like it it just blew my mind. So there's a winery just north of Commerce. What's that? I'm sorry. Sure. So there's a winery just north of Commerce, Missouri, just up this winding path. It's this beautiful little winery. And the, the owners were like, hey, this place is haunted. You know, you need to come investigate here. Dishes just fly out of the dishwasher. And I'm like, you're serious? Oh, dude. It's amazing the people that you talk to and interact with and like, oh, we've got a story. Oh, you know, you're that Ghostbuster from Sykeston. We got a story. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Um, so what they do, what we do is we, we, uh, we sell tickets, obviously. And uh, you, you're either part of the five to seven uh, ghost hunt or the seven to nine ghost hunt. And you show up at the winery, the, the, the River Ridge Winery, which is right on the Mississippi River. And you, you can get there a little early. We, and we always encourage guests to get there around 30 to 45 minutes early to enjoy a, you know, a glass of wine or a bottle of wine. It's all Missouri wine. Believe it or not, the two best places in the United States to get wine are California and Missouri, which is nuts. Hmm. Uh, we've got some of the best wine in the country. I can't believe it, but we do. And uh, you can get great wine there and a, a, grab a bite to eat and then watch that a video like you guys just saw. And then literally follow our ambulance. We, I say, I call it our, your ambulatory uh, escort down this winding path down into Commerce, Missouri, which is a town that was established in 1790 and follow it around and park in front of Commerce Manor. From there, you are separated into three groups and assigned a paranormal investigator as your guide. And you'll either have a history lesson with a Anderson uh, descendant by via campfire out in front of the manor, yeah, or you'll, you'll be um, pushed inside the manor into one of the locations, one of the hotspots. There's four or five primary hotspots. And you get to go upstairs and see our base camp set up with our security cameras and our monitors and go through some of our equipment that we have set up. We have an, a structured light sensor camera set up in the parlor, which is one of the most active rooms in the entire house. We've actually caught um, a spirit for at least 20 minutes, which is nuts, on structured light sensor camera, drinking wine and smoking a cigarette. Oh, wow. And you can, see, you can see her head on the structured light sensor camera looking around and interacting with the two people that are sitting next to her. Yeah. as they're talking to her and i'm like you've got to be kidding me if we could only hear you and what you're saying it just it's like or, i yeah. mean we are that close we are microns close from actually being able to imagine hear. when that technology comes out man i hope we're there because now within the last two weeks which is nutty jesse uh, i'd love to plug this guy uh, mm -hmm. Jesse is a guy that just reached out to the team randomly. He is an inventor. He has his own 
he invents his own equipment and uh, has just recently he's got his own 3D printer and has just joined the team and he's gonna all he's doing is boosting the team and enhancing what we do mm-hmm. by having that you know basically what we're doing is we're breaking technology we're utilizing equipment that wasn't intended to be utilized for its designed purpose to acquire and or uh, interact with things that we can't see or hear. I'll see. Yeah. Technology will get there one we're day. We're almost there, dude. Quantum dude, computers, we're so, bro. We're so close. I'll say, the, I have, how far do you guys travel? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, no, not, not right now. Uh, what about Waverly Hill Sanatorium in Tennessee? Right now, uh, it's in Kentucky, by the way. Oh, Kentucky. Uh, yeah, Lexington. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. It's, they're, they're, they're sandwich states, right? They're right above oh. each other. Uh, but Lexington is a unique city. Waverly is right in the middle of the city, which a lot of people don't know. It was a tuberculosis clinic for many, many years. Creepy and, as fuck. And what's going on with Waverly is we are kind of giving it, it its space right now. A lot of the paranormal investigators, a lot of the PAs have, PIs have just kind of bounced, kind of pushed away from it because there's some legal disputes going on with it right mm. now. The owners are going through some legal battles and trusts and some, some, some legal stuff that we don't want to get involved in. And we're letting all the dust settle. And whoever comes out on top, whoever owns it, then we'll go back. But gotcha. right now, right now, the energy is so imbalanced that, um, I mean, I think that affects the spiritual energy too. So hundred percent. I've always I wanted mean, to go to Waverly Hills because they yeah. do the tours and everything. And I used to live in Tennessee. So it was like, but, but here's close. the deal. We got our own Waverly. We as a team have our own Waverly in St. Mary's hospital in Cairo, Illinois. I contacted David, who is the owner, lives in uh, Mounds, Illinois, or yeah, I think that's the name of the city, Mounds, Illinois. And he gave us carte blanche, signed a contract and said, you guys are the only ones that can go in and investigate it. Well, I'll tell you what, man, like we've got, Cry's got, you know, he's lived in Pennsylvania and you can think of all the shit in Pennsylvania. Right. Moose and I are, we, we live in Virginia. Moose is from Virginia. Uh, I live very close to some Civil War, you know, battlegrounds. Like, reach out to us if you want us to contact some historians out here or, like, people to get you guys, like, permission to come out here and investigate. We can hook you up with that. Like, uh, we'd love, first of all, dude. Yeah. You're not just going to hook us up. You're going to come with us. I was just about to ask that. (laughs) Oh, my God. See, here's what I need. Here's what I need. I need veterans. Yeah, I need veterans. Wanting to. To go with me on to like the USS Missouri or the Oklahoma. I need veterans because you know you get ghost adventures going on to like the USS Missouri. Okay, it's haunted. We get it, it's it's haunted. But you're not gonna reach veterans like we will. They're not gonna reach back to you like they would with us. Sure, Mm. you're gonna get residual energy, you're gonna get the alarm going off, you're gonna get the PA system going off. You know what? A trained I could train a monkey to walk in with a recorder and get the same damn evidence. But you're not going to get the level of interaction that I would because a sailor is going to look at somebody in the army and be like, I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to, I want to interact yeah. with him because he served. Yeah. That guy yeah. served. He's a Marine. I, I gave them rights. As a Navy guy, yeah. we gave them rights. We, we took them where they needed to go. Uh, 
they're going to interact because it, it, it's a different level of interaction. And you know, that has an effect on those service members. Uh, so still there. Just, go ahead, John. I'll, I'll, I'll plug in my hometown. Like if you ever come out to uh, my area out in Pennsylvania, I don't live there now, but I'd make the trip up. Uh, the Phoenixville library, um, a lot of positive results in terms of, you know, paranormal activity from everyone and just ghost stories. Even I heard from my mom's friend being in there and the, all the staff know like, oh, yeah, this place is fucking haunted. Well, um, you said you had your own story. What was your story? You never oh, it's shared. Terrifying. It, it's terrifying. Let, no, I want to hear it because yeah. I, I know it's 10 o'clock my time, but shit, my all wife's right. already going to sleep. She wakes yeah. up at four. Yeah, this 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 will be quick. So I'll, I'll summarize it up, right? So I'm visiting my dad's house over the summer. I lived in that house previously for a year when I went to the second grade. Uh, I was sent to live. My father never had any activity at all the whole time. And uh, the this room, is in Puerto Rico, by the way. Yeah, the room where it manifested was actually the room that I uh, stayed in. Uh, while I was living there. And then when I came back to visit over the summer, I was up on another floor living, another floor of the house. But either way, the way it was set up, right, it's uh, I was using my dad's computer downstairs, which leads down to a hallway all the way at the end of the hall, a door, okay. and then you go through that door, and that's my old bedroom, which at the time my sister uh, that lives with him full-time uh, slept in but i was in the house with just me and my brother the house was completely empty i go downstairs and this is what made me believe in paranormal activity because i didn't believe in shit and it took a long time for me to wrap my fucking head around it uh, and be like yeah this is not this is this is yeah, it, it'll this, shake everything that you know yeah I get it, it. it just fucking just destroyed like my foundation because i i walked downstairs in Puerto Rico and a lot of houses along like coastal areas and stuff, they have those like storm shutter windows and we have, you know, uh, you know, we had all of them shut. So it lets no light through to the door to that bedroom at the end of the hallway. It's cut wrong at the bottom, the door, right? So when you go to open the door, you have to have it, give it a good shove to like shove it open. It makes that long, like creaking sound because it's scraping against the floor really hard. Is this um, a hardwood? Is this, or is this like carpet? It's like tile. Tile, okay. Yeah, so a, a lot of houses in Puerto Rico, there's not hardwood or carpet. It's just hard fucking floor tile type uh, stuff. But uh, I go down, get on the computer, which is just on this little edge of the hallway. Uh, talked about it's a long hallway, and I'm at the end of it, and the computer was set up just at the end of that hallway into the next room. I I wish I had a little drawing thing so I could draw it out, but all the windows are shut. There's no wind because that's the point of those windows and stuff. Storm shutters, a lot of hurricanes and stuff. No wind, nothing fucking comes through, right? So I sit down, I go to log on to the computer, try to get on MySpace as the computer is booting up. Um, that door was closed and I just heard, you know, the door go open, get stuck to the point where it gets stuck about halfway open and it goes, boom, and like flies open. And I roll back on the computer chair to look down the hallway. You know, I'm just like, oh, surely, somebody, yeah, surely yeah. somebody's there. Yeah. And I was like, and all I can see is into the pitch black room and it's a pitch black room. And I was like, again, I don't believe in ghosts at the time. Nothing comes to mind. And I was like, that's fucking weird. 
and I roll back to my computer and keep going on, and then I hear, and I roll back again, look down the hallway, the door's closed again, because it opened the first time, and now it's closed. And I was just like, mind you, those shutter windows he's talking about with the full metal, they're shut. There's no draft. There's well, no it, was a, it was a polite spirit. It opened the door and then it closed. No, it. no, no. Let him finish. Let him finish. Scott. <laughs> yeah. Let him finish. And then it was just like, again, nothing clicked in my head. It was just like, roll back again. The door shut. That's fucking weird. And then I roll back to the computer chair and then boom. And then I roll back and I'm looking down and now I'm kind of just like staring into the pitch black room and I'm just staring down at it and I'm like, okay. And all of a sudden it gets very fucking cold and I'm just like, and I'm like, and this is Puerto Rico. It's a tropical country. Like, yeah, we have like air conditioning. Yeah, but you know it, you know that pocket of cold air. That's cool. It was just like that sudden stuff. And I'm just like staring down there. Oh shit. And then, you know, I kind of try to go back to my computer. And then um, I start hearing the footsteps coming down the hallway and breathing and like that just, and I'm just like, and at that point it fucking clicked. And this was, this wasn't in like, you know, a minute, this had to be a few minutes from beginning to end of the event. And I was just like, finally fucking clicked. Like after the cold hit me and like just the temperature drop, I was like, this isn't fucking normal. And I rush uh, across the room to the bottom of the stairwell to go to the second floor. Uh, and I'm just sitting at the bottom of the stairs, you know, fucking quiet, like apocalypto fucking quiet. If you've ever seen that movie, just like, no, it's a good film. No, I got it. I got you. Yeah. And I can hear the breathing in the footsteps. And when I hear it get to the corner, I fucking fucking bolt out, run out of the fucking building, uh, out of the house. My brother's still asleep upstairs. And I fucking left his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I run to my uh, grandmother's across the street. After a while, you know, my dad comes home, all that stuff. And I'm like, I gotta, like, you know, I'm trying to broach the subject with him. And I'm like, so, like, I was downstairs alone and, like, blah, blah. And then he stops me and he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I so, know. So, uh... <laughs> So I want to flip the script on you real quick mm-hmm. and walk you through something just for, for, for uh, perspective. What were you doing before that? Were you on your computer? No, it was, uh, you know, this is mid two thousands. Um, we didn't all have, we, you know, we just had that family computer, which was my dad's. So what um, were you doing down there? You were on MySpace. Though, oh, right? oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, so I you were on your before. computer. So you were like, on an electromagnetic, you were on an electromagnetic device that was creating electromagnetic energy so you got that so yeah. was it a loud clacky keyboard no it was a it was a laptop so but i mean and there was nothing going on other than the fact that you were on your laptop and you're on my no, like uh, it was i inherited that laptop actually a few years later okay oh um, uh he so, gave it to me but so was- in their in their world a spirit comes down so think about what spirit ha- spirit think think about what happens to spirit. Spirit walks down, opens door, closes door. Sees a light down at the end of the hallway and an energy or senses an energy. Walks down hallway, senses your energy, 
and doesn't understand what's going on and then follows that energy until you run up. That's what they're experiencing. And that's what we are trying to figure out on, on, for AGP. We're trying to figure out, have you ever seen the movie The Others with Nicole Kidman? No. It'll turn, I, I, I challenge the three of you all to watch that film. It shouldn't cost very much. Uh, as a matter of fact, we could, the four of us could watch it sometime together, like as a like a joint thing, if you ever wanted to. Sure. Um, it's the other. It, it's what the spirits see, and how they experience us. It's a unique perspective on the mm. paranormal experience. Um, without giving away the plot line, because it's great. Yeah. Uh, but how do you think they're? What do you think they're experiencing? Probably do you think terrifying. That, it's yeah, terrifying. it's probably absolutely because the, what if they're living in their because perception is reality. And if their perception of their reality is their time frame and they're existing in their 1989 or 1979 or whatever, and they walk down and they're like, what in the hell? What is this light? Why am I what what's why am I hearing or feeling something? And now it's down here and now I'm going here and now it's running up the stairs and he heard you run up the stairs. So there's a reason why he didn't follow you. It was probably scared out of its damn mind. Like what the hell was that? And then that entity is a real person on the other side of that in time going to its wife going, you have no idea speaking in full Spanish. What just happened? Yeah, my dad is yelling at the spirit like, this is my house. <laughs> and and yeah. how, how yep. did, would the spirit react to his father saying, this is my house? Blah, oh, blah. See, it's, here's what's going to blow your mind is that what if in their world, because I'll tell you this much. Every single time we have asked this question, 100% of the time it's never been answered. You want to know what that is? Hmm. What year is it? You have any idea how many times we've asked that? And we've never, we have never That's gotten an answer. Question. We've gotten dates. We have gotten July 19th. We've gotten specific dates, but never the year. I never, we never get the year. And I don't think that, in, I'm sorry if it looks like I'm doing like Michael Jackson moves, there's a fly that is super aggressive. <laughs> uh, they never answer with the year, but, but you know, at the same time, would you answer if somebody asks you what year it is? How odd is that? Somebody walks into your house and goes, hey, what year is it? You look at them like, yes, are you, are you serious? Are you for real? Hell out of my house. What year is it? That's why we don't walk into a house and go, or we try to, how many spirits are we talking to? That sounds mm-hmm. interrogative. Like if we walk into it, like, dude, if I walked into your house and be like, how many spirits are here? Who am I talking to? You're going to look at me like you're a dumbass. Like, are you serious? We, yeah, talk like, it's a real, here, thank you. Thank person. you. Like, they're a real person. Yeah. We try to come to them with, yeah. per, with perspective yeah. and respect. Hey, listen, I can't see you. I can only feel you. Also, yeah. like, paranormal activity, that it really seems that long. Now, in the depth of level that we're doing it in, now, there was no yeah. EMF readers and all those things. You know, in the 18, 1700s, there, there was none of this. So us just going in there, there's no way that <laughs> just let it they, out. They understand. <laughs> How are you going to edit that out? Yeah. See, like also 
Like, think about 17. Hey, I will tell you this. Blair Witch no, Project like... was based off the Bell Witch Cave. Look up the Bell Witch sometime because it is the only time in recorded human history, or at least American history, that a spiritual entity has been charged with murder. What? Mm hmm. Look it up. Dude, I, do I like I told you, I dove into this head nice. first, man. Yeah. Hey, real quick, I'm gonna bow yeah, out. Yeah, he's got homework to do. I got stuff so I got to do. With that, we'll we'll go and so first of all, let's go and yeah. plug uh, American Ghost Project on Instagram. Hashtag, is it, uh, hashtag is... American Ghost Project spelled out fully, right? Yeah. American Ghost Project on uh, YouTube, on Facebook. Uh, what's your website? The American Ghost Project. The American and I know you mentioned we, I really want you to come back on. We have way more to cover, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, but I also want to do it because Moose, I want to convince Moose. I want him to, exp uh, so could we get with you on, in, if we can schedule a time and a date where we can come with you on an investigation, would you, would you entertain that? Yeah, dude, that's, that's not a problem. We just need Are to you, go, we need to go to like, We'll meet it anywhere. It needs to be military, like Stars and Stripes. Yeah. Dude, the Stars and Stripes interaction that I had. And we didn't get into like that. I, no, I, yeah, that's I what know, I'm saying. There's so much I know, more and, I, and I know that Moose needs to leave, but I, I got to talk to a brother of mine that died. Mm. Like, I, he's the only one that called me Scott Poo. There, my last name is Poole. See, he'd be like, hey, Scott Poo. What's going on, Scott Poo? He was the only one that... He, I, was, I was in Eve 6 at the time, and this is a specialist. And he was the only one that got away with calling me by my first and last name. Mm. But he, it was cyber and that's, that was George. And that was, and it was okay because he was just, it was him and it was his personality. And then so he, you're, comes you're, home, he comes home from Iraq and he hangs himself. And it's oh just man. like, you, you we've been talking about that quite a few times over the past yeah. few podcasts, but you're, just, so if we can figure out like a, a veteran or a military related Absolutely, place man. you would love to have us out there, and we could cry, Moose. Are you guys cool with doing that? You guys want to do that? Yeah, I'm being serious. We're we're gonna yeah, figure no, this I'm out, down. okay? I am too. I've been waiting. I to think ask that would that first of all, we'd have footage uh, of us being there, and then Moose. I guarantee you, if if you get out there, dude, like your entire perception is gonna change. I'm and already I, convinced. Cry's already convinced. So, like, you're the only one needing convincing. But I don't think Moose is gonna run because none either. of us, none of us are trained to run. That's the thing. We're gonna, uh, I wouldn't say run. Moose isn't I gonna think, run. I think Moose would fucking run because he's so like he, he might pack stuck. Up and he might get into a defensive posture and be like, "Motherfucker." Moose might be a marine, but he's a fucking pussy. <laughs> 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 Uh, hey, hey. literally that's what i've been trying to say the whole time yeah it's killer <laughs> all right so well oh, everyone again hit, hit that. scott up on the agp american ghost project everywhere he's available uh you will definitely 100 see him on future podcasts and we're gonna try to get out there with him do some paranormal investigations with him to get some firsthand experience and talk about our experiences that way Scott, thank you so much for being on here, man. It's been an, an absolute freaking pleasure. And, uh, dude, I, I can't wait. We're going to make this happen, Cry Moose. Scott, we're going to do this. This is going to happen. And can we get a ride in the ambulance?
Hell yes, dude. Are you Fucking serious? Right, dude. <laughs> everything everything works. Sirens, lights, the whole nine yards. Everything Hell works. Yeah. Scott, dude, thank you again so much for being here. And uh everyone, again, keep an eye out for uh for some future podcasts with Scott and then again visit American Ghost Project everywhere where he's available. Again, this has been uh this has been Veteran. Follow us on Spotify everywhere we're available, and we appreciate you guys watching. Everyone have a good night. <laughs>